Пошли. Все вместе. Какие ваши доказательства? Кокаином. What were you having fun? Was it fun? Yes, I was, and there was a lot of David. You were there too. Mm-hmm. Oh, was I in spirit? Yeah. No, no, I was playing there. a David. I was playing a David Dole video. I usually play a David Dole video oh, or no. a Mike video or an Illuminati video at some point in my in my surf streams. Yeah, cross pollination. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love yeah. that. Yeah, I was like, oh, was it? here. It was you talking about um the the Brianna Joy Gray woke Bethany Mandel. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. That's yeah. so sad. Oh my god! <laughs> I get that message if you guys want later. That was beautiful. That was a beautiful performance on Rihanna's it, part. It was. I was like, it was. Okay, I gotta, I gotta give her props. Like, yeah, like that was that. Like, because when you think of it, like it's acting, right? Like it's a performance, right? And I love like the choice and roles, right? Like I'm way more like I really like the mockumentary, look at the camera and stuff like that. But Brianna really leans into earnest. She keeps it up the whole time, like. Like you take your time. As <laughs> <laughs> he maintained that, like the earnest stare, the whole like she never let the camera catch her. <laughs> like, this is funny. <laughs> well, you can take your time. Yeah. <laughs> I just love how she knew it was going to go viral. She was like, uh, "This is going to be you one of those." Wrote viral a clips. book on this. Even after a that book. Clip that broke. That, that went. Uh, big she then questioned robbie because robbie was like well i know what it means she's like well well then you explain it <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah well it's it's a vibe that's that's what i get I, I get for most Linder. hey man what i miss what are we talking about Linder, we were uh, talking about the clip of the week did we watch it already clip of the week no 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 <laughs> clip uh, well, of the week lift this month here has an announcement to make today oh sorry yeah. yes well i guess Oh, oh, shit, I can't even see. Let me, oh, let me, let me get out of full screen so I can see the live chat. I just realized, what am I doing? Hold on. Um, uh, Who's live yeah. chat? Who's live chat are you monitoring? I'm always in, um, I'm, I'm in the rational national chat. Um, but yes, you can just show them. You can just show them. Show them? All right. Yes. And then y'all can drop the link in the chat. Full screen. Put on stuff and let your girl get a show. Turn up. I'll turn it up. What if 
I told you? That instead of spending your time and hours of your life, you can never get back. First thing through the internet, scouring through Twitter, trying to debunk propaganda, find out what's going on with social justice movements that I, a bitch who's chronically online, to bring it straight to you. My name is Olayami Olurin. You can call me Olay, because why butcher my name? I'm a movement lawyer, a political commentator, a writer, an advocate, and what I'd like to call a professional loudmouth. And I'm here to run my mouth in service of you. Help me help you. And I'm so excited to finally be launching my own show, Alurinati. So instead of the stress, instead of the bore, instead of the anxiety, what if I just answered your questions directly? Subscribe, baby. The cat's name is Raheem. <laughs> Why is he here? Hell yeah. <laughs> I'm not about yeah. To my cat to get you to subscribe. That's so good. <laughs> Thank you. <There> yes. <laughs> Everyone, go subscribe in. right now. Uh, I feel pull like the, we can get you the, 10k uh... subs in a week, right? Yeah, oh, easy. like, easy. yes, run it up. Oh, We're yeah. gonna put out the first pull episode the, uh, on yeah. Wednesday. Here's the page. Here you go. Raheem is in the banner. So cute. As he should yeah. be. True. Yeah. I'm already subscribed. True blur. It's actually a very, Four very subs. cute image. I can, I can, I can show y'all. I'll send it in our thing. You can see Raheem be. Very cute. I sent it in our leftist mafia Twitter so you can show the people the full image of Raheem really being popping. All right, I'll bring it up. Like the royalty he is. <coughs> I love my son. I love that. I know he's the real star. I love the crown. Yeah, I, I definitely, you know, I, you know how I'm a ridiculous person. I told the artist uh, when I told him how to do his crown, I was like, you know, like <laughs> the notorious B.I.G. <laughs> <laughs> sick. <laughs> I was like, that's that's sick. for sure. Yeah, yeah. I love it. Giving to me. It. <laughs> yeah. Oh, they can someone put the link in the chat for our, our um Yeah, oh y'all did. Yeah, y'all did. They asked for it. But give them the link to the video since they're asking. Ooh, uh folks in the chat are asking what kind of content do you plan on making? I assume maybe long the form, first, short term. That I'm putting out on Wednesday is on why Eric Adams is not the hip hop mayor. Because mm. um, you know, he has been proclaiming and calling himself an ice tea recently, honored him with an honorary plaque as the hip hop uh, mayor of New York City. Oh, they's already losing me. I gotta unsubscribe. It's it's <laughs> undeniable. He's already drawn the line. <laughs> <laughs> That's so cringe. Well, yeah. I know we already have a ton of questions of everyone just popping into that form. So I don't know if you guys want to get into it because there's some kind of individually for folks and some more general questions. Uh, should, we, should we first do the Bethany Mandel thing and then yes, do some questions? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Mm. All right. Can all right. can can I also just say one thing before we start that like. Did, no. are, are you all feeling wonderful <laughs> after this last week? They're, they're, like the woke mind virus kicked fucking ass this week. I, I know we're going to talk about all the stories, but they are fast and furious. There is so many from, from the oh, cock yeah. milking fetish porn all the way to Abby Shapiro uh, validating uh, a trans woman's story. existence. Okay. <laughs> I, I was shocked. I was like, oh, David Dole the next day is going to be all over this cock milking fetish porn shit. And no, no David Dole. I was, what the hell? <laughs> I'm, just over, I'm just over Jordan Peterson. Like, cause, cause I feel <laughs> but like it's so up, funny. Like, getting with him, he's just like... I'm sorry. The way that Len said 
that I thought David Dole would be all over this cock-milking friendship was just... We have to go back to that. Don't clip it. Don't clip it. Please. Please. Clip it. Like, because we all know David Dole, and when he sees cock-milking... <laughs> gotta be on that immediately. <laughs> I do think it, I do now that you mention it I do think it's quite odd that David Dole wasn't all over that video hmm. interesting wasn't a video if, if there was a video oh there, there was a video George... there was, was a video it, oh, okay, it was like, a video he oh did you, oh, did you not see like, the original I... video oh yes no I've, I've seen the video I've... oh yes if, like, and I, and I if can I tell saw that on my timeline I'd be like what the no I thought it was fake I thought I thought the whole thing was a meme. I thought someone else had made that. I was like, oh, yeah, because there's already a meme going it around. It was China. Yes, it was. I, I, saw, I saw it before he removed it. It was a full-blown video. It was real oh, it was, as can it was, be. It was hardcore. It was graphic. Oh, no, it was a video. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I watched it because I had to make sure he didn't tweet out the one that I was in. But. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, you got a pass? That? <laughs> if anyone has no, by the way, we should get some context here. If anyone has no idea what we're talking about, uh, Jordan Peterson at the beginning of this week went like even crazier than usual. He oh, posted yeah. some uh, some uh, cock milking porn, I guess is what, what? it's called. <laughs> yes. he claimed why don't we Why don't we pull it up so we can take China. down half no. of leftist YouTube and Twitch <laughs> in one second? Yeah, I'm not pulling up. <laughs> I have but a censored version. It was of it. like. What was his claim that it was China or something? So yes, someone, so someone the, else, uh, CCP. Well, yeah, so someone else had already fooled him by posting a video of this hardcore fetish porn and then saying like, "This is uh, what is this China? The three child policy?" And then he's like, "You know, just another day in CCP techno nightmare hell." And I was like, "You genuinely believe that this is a video of a breeding program to increase the population of Chinese people?" And you saw that as so outrageous. You had to tweet about it. You had to post it on Main to three point. Eight million people who follow him. Please don't ever let this die. Keep keep this going for it all time. Wasn't it clear that like a bunch of white guys in the video? Like this, how was it China? Yes, it was. It was. It was uh, British men. Actually, the porn apparently is from the UK. It That's has right, been identified, yeah. and uh, yes. How did he find this though? Like, what is this timeline like was to come a, across that? Yeah, I, I saw the original uh, where it came from because it was actually a, a video embed. You know how if you grab yeah. a video link of someone's uploaded video on Twitter. It shows mm -hmm. like the username underneath the video of where it originated okay. from. It was some someone's Chinese account video. who later came out and apologized as well saying, I was sent this by someone on WhatsApp who claimed <laughs> that this was happening in China to me. And of course these fucking idiots don't check nothing because why would they? They don't, they just believe everything they see on the internet. They buy their little Twitter blue verified check marks to make them look more serious. And then they just spread all this shit and people see the check mark combined with exactly what they believe and they go, oh, of course I'm right. Let me share it. It works like that every single time for every single subject, no matter what it is. Um, and it took him quite a while to take it down. It wasn't, uh, it wasn't quick. T it was up took his daughter <laughs> criticizing it. She was like, dad, you can't put this on my timeline. And yeah, she fair, didn't even complain that it was bullshit. She just said, don't, no, no. don't show this. To yeah, me. don't yeah. show me the Chinese communist breeding programs. Okay. Also, same week that Jordan Peterson also thought shoe on head was trans and detransitioned. And then also, hilarious, though. also retweeted and a lot <laughs> of right wingers, a lot of right wingers are guilty of this, retweeted a picture without the consent of the parents <laughs> or the teenager in the picture, a topless teenager who he believes to be what? a girl. Yes, which technically constitutes him consciously retweeting child porn. Technically, unless he's willing to admit the trans men are men. That's... Yeah. 
it's because it's all just a performance for them. They, they know they're not actually what they claim they are. Like, whatever. I, I, I like how since we brought up this milking topic, neither of the women have said anything. <laughs> 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 what the hell are we supposed to say? <laughs> Do you support the CCP? That's what the real question yeah. is. Or their breeding <laughs> programs. Do you support the super soldiers? Anyways, we can move on to this, uh, this Bethany Mandel thing. I can mm. intro this. So this week, Bethany Mandel, who is a conservative writer, and uh, my understanding, her and her husband are kind of like big and conservative in the conservative space. They both write a lot about being... Uh, uh, parents that homeschool and they're very conservative they're very very worried about the, the woke ideology that is affecting children well um she was on uh the hill rising with uh brianna joy gray and robbie i forget robbie's last name but the two hosts there and uh i'm sure a lot of you saw this clip but there's actually two clips because the other clip was not that i used in my video has not been as widely viewed but let's start first um with the big clip that went viral Make sure the audio is boosted on this. Damn, it's at 10 million views now. I love yes. this. <laughs> yeah, it blew up. Of Americans consider themselves very liberal, and probably fewer of them consider themselves to be woke. And so, you know, when when well, we talk about traditional, what does that mean to you? Could, would you mind defining woke? Because it's come up a couple times, and I just want to make sure we're on the same page. So, I mean, woke is sort of the idea that. Um, I. This is going to be one of those moments that goes viral. I mean, woke is something that's very hard to define, and we've spent an entire chapter defining it. It is sort of the understanding that we need to re -to totally reimagine and re, re redo society in order to create hierarchies of oppression. Um, what does that even mean? Sorry, I, it's it's hard to explain in a fifteen second soundbite. Well, yeah, look, it's You can take your time. <laughs> You could take your time. That was fantastic. Half Americans consider so this. I'll I'll look, I'll get to the the second clip in a bit here, but um, the uh, un, uh, just that. So I didn't explore this on my video because I just didn't know what to say about it. The, these uh, hierarchies of oppression is that what is that what that means to some people? Is that what woke means? Like what 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 is hierarchies of oppression? I don't even know what that is. <laughs> Listen, she just didn't want to say that uh, when she says woke, she means black people. Or when mm -hmm. she says woke, she means uh, LGBT people. Uh, yeah, that's what queers. it is. You know, you, we, we know because their, their followers, when they take this to the cultural stuff, uh, it's loud and clear what they mean when they say woke. Oh, look, Little Mermaid's gone woke now. Oh, how did it go woke? Oh, there's a black actress cast in it. Oh, this show is woke now. Oh, how did it go woke? Oh, there's a trans person in the show now. They know exactly what it means. They're just too chicken shit to say it because normal this the 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 mainstream society that she's claiming isn't these things actually looks down upon for the most part them saying that stuff because you know we're in the year 2023 uh we're not in the 1940s or 50s anymore yeah exactly so she does go on to uh give an example of what she means when uh, about woke in the classroom so here's this is this was less uh this didn't get as much exposure but i think this is worth watching so with the example of a five-year-old one example that one of my friends just posited on twitter her five-year-old came home and said, I like girls. And so that means different things to different people. For an adult and, and sort of what the adults were 
sort of telling that child and, and what they understood they were sort of framing for that child was that it's okay to be gay or straight and it, more of a sexuality question. Whereas for children, it's more, I like girls and I like boys. So Bethany, I saw that tweet that you mentioned. It was someone who said, I was recently at my friend's son's eighth birthday party. I was chatting with one of the moms and she said that her five-year-old daughter came home from school and said she likes girls and that her teacher yeah. said that's okay. Um, so is the response seems to have been that's okay without more editorializing about whether it's sexual or not. Although you quote tweeted it saying, making talking about sexuality with young children weird again, make, you know, make that weird again. Yeah. And without yes. more, it does seem like that's just a, oh, that's fine and let it go and we'll see if she grows up and is actually lesbian or she just likes hanging out with her friend Crystal. You know, so what, what would you prefer a parent do? What do we think is the appropriate course of action there to tell a kid it's not okay to like girls? No, so the, the rest of that tweet said, you know, this is, the mother was complaining that this is kind of constant messaging that's happening at the school. No, that's this bullshit. Is, so... All the teacher did, all the teacher did was say, that's okay. It's Bethany Mandel that quote tweeted that and then turned that into some devious thing that the teacher said, that's okay, as if that was encouraging. The, and, and by the way, even if it wasn't encouraging the kid to, to be who they are, it's like, girl, who, who gives a shit? But that's what she was claiming the teacher did. The teacher just said, that's okay. <laughs> it shows yeah. you the, the lengths they will go to to try and find a narrative where, when there is absolutely nothing wrong going on. It's just teachers just listening to kids and, and accepting them and allowing them to express themselves. That that's the extent of it. And it's people like Bethany Mandel that turn this into some scary thing. Also, yeah, and she homeschools her kids. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. You yeah. homeschool your kids. Stay out of it. What do you care? It's not affecting you. Christ well, almighty. Well, Matt, I heard that apparently on a hot mic, uh, there was a, a bit of a kerfuffle, so to speak. Uh, a problem where uh, uh, Brianna Joy Gray was talking about how many kids or something. Oh. I, don't, I, I, I saw that. So that's what explains her really, really bad definition uh, I, of the word. Oh, my God. As somebody, okay, as somebody who is behind the scenes, regular Riley, hosts the show. All right. I, that, uh, then, oh my God! Let me put on my cape for Rihanna. First, explain that what was... would happen. So, so Bethany Mandel came out afterwards and said, and basically said that uh, before they began recording, uh, Brianna Joy Gray said, I don't know, made some joke about about people having kids because she, they're selfish. She, like that was the extent of it. That white girl got her ass handed to her because she's absolutely fucking mediocre and unprepared. That is unbelievable that you can make something your flagship talking point and not think that you need to at the very least have a template fucking answer for how to define it. You think anybody could ask me an abolition question and catch me off fucking guard? Okay. Anyhow, she so wrote a book. She, she wrote, wrote a book. She wrote a book. She She was promoting her book. <laughs> wildly mediocre and incompetent, and it says something about what is the usual tenor of what happens on Rising. That she figures that's the kind of environment she expects to be softball. That even just defining it was something that threw her the fuck off. She was blown away. But then the boldness, the sheer audacity to sit there and tote that ass whooping online and come there and say I will blatantly do my best to try to blame this black woman because I am so upset Brianna is a villain because she made me look no no Brianna don't got shit to do with that listen you can Brianna don't got shit to do with that Brianna don't got shit to do with why you can't define what you allegedly wrote a whole chapter about sweetie so you come and say 
foolishness. There's no such thing as a hot mic or whatever at Rising. You come on and you're on. You're right there. We know we're mic'd up the whole fucking time. You come on. You're on the screen. We see you. There is no secret aside conversation, whatever. Like, get the fuck out of a hot, a hot mic. What the fuck you think this is, bro? We're mic'd up from a hot mic. That pissed me right off. Like, I was so psyched. Bring what? A hot mic. Ooh. Just for context, this and is also, a, this by is a the tweet. way, hold on, and this yeah, is an ahead. important point. That question, Brianna asked her that question seven minutes into the interview. Bitch, you were so kerfuffled. But I promise, seven minutes left. So just for context, this is the tweet that Bethany Mandel put out saying, just before we went on air, Brianna Joy Gray was on a, on a hot mic, which of course, not a hot mic. I heard her demeaning parenting in, a, in general, in colorful and nasty terms. Stating parents only have kids in order to perpetuate their own narcissism. Robbie responded, there are some good ones and some bad ones. Like, first of all, that's the worst you can come up with? Like, this, this, like Yeah, that this, threw her off. That's I'm it. a parent, and this does not offend me whatsoever. I, I, I said those things in the past. Like, you, like this is... I, of course parents have had kids because they're narcissistic. Like, that... Obviously, yes, many parents do that. That's not, that's not like, news. I don't even also, know what... Like what is the what is the criticism here? What the is nimble the nimble gymnastics was incredible to blame yeah. Rihanna. Mm-hmm. That was that was wild. I was like, you're awesome. embarrassing, Miss Mama. <laughs> hot hot mic too, by the way. Uh, no need to sexualize the situation. It's just a microphone. Doesn't need to be. <laughs> 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 I sit here awkwardly. No. Um, well, and what she said, like her example of woke is really interesting because for me, like bef- when I was a kid, there was no woke nonsense. And when I was five years old, I said the same thing when I came home from school, but I didn't get it from school. So for example, like, I, and I've, I've shared this story before, my mom was having like a regular conversation about me and, uh, with me. And she said something to the effect of, well, when you grow up one day and you get a wife or a girlfriend, then you, you'll have kids or some shit like that. I don't remember the context, but I basically responded by saying, well, I don't want a girlfriend. I want a boyfriend. And she's like, why do you want why do you want a boyfriend? And I'm like, because I, I want a boyfriend. That's that's what I want. I don't want a girlfriend. And she's like, well, you can't because girls have boyfriends and boys have girlfriends. And I'm like, no, I want a boyfriend. And like she didn't accuse the teacher of like feeding this in my head. Like I picked up on it because I saw other people talking about like mommies and daddies. And even like in kindergarten, like at that age, you see the other kids talking about, oh, he's cute. She's cute and whatnot. So I thought, oh, well, you know. This is what's natural to me. I want to have a boyfriend. It wasn't like a deep thing. Like I wasn't like, mom, I'm gay. Like it wasn't anything like that. But just as a kid, you know, that was me kind of acknowledging for the first time now that I look back that I was I was gay. It wasn't something that like I was indoctrinated into because guess what? I was also homeschooled. I was also evangelical and I grew up gay as shit. So you you can't you can't stop people from being who they're going to be. So I love that. That's the example that she uses. Indoctrinated so by your teacher, of course, Mike. We know. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that does go to like their belief that this can be implanted into you, as opposed to just you like who you like. Like it's look, it's, mm-hmm. it's a way to deflect blame because they see being gay as a bad thing. So they go, "Well, I could not have raised my kid to be bad, therefore I will blame mm-hmm. the teacher instead." It's just a way to deflect blame and not take responsibility. Not that you need to take responsibility for not for being gay like which 
that's kind of i don't know it, it doesn't make it makes sense in my head i think i totally butchered that though no 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 I, what you're I, saying I, makes sense absolutely yeah <laughs> and also we should also mention the fact that like if it works that you can expose people to let's just say gay propaganda gay movies and gay stuff and it turns them gay there would be no gay people it's all straight what? shit everywhere all the time like are you kidding yeah. me it's just like do you want a burger do you want burgers and tits oh look at how the mayonnaise is falling on the titties like oh well, maybe i'm confused i don't know am i hungry or horny what do you want just take money you know, like that's just that's the way it is everywhere in life I, all the time. I, I don't even know what you're talking about anymore. I'm just <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now, now you're hungry and horny, Basically. right? It works. It's happening right now. Culture, culture, <laughs> culture has been very heterosexual yeah. for you know ever. So, so heterosexual. Yeah, the idea yeah. that, that that culture would turn people gay. That there, yeah, to your point, there there would be no gay people then if that was the case. Yeah, there, there was <laughs> no gay people that I knew of growing up. Like I didn't know any gay people. I remember it was such a huge thing that Ellen came out. You know, we watched the Ellen show and all of a sudden it was gone uh, after she came out. And that was like my only exposure to gay people and how controversial that was. And I was like, oh, OK, I like the show, but I guess that if she's gay, then that's bad. And like the, the next time that I could remember, like seeing homosexuality or something homoerotic on TV was watching Borat with my dad and being like, oh, remember that wrestling scene when they're naked? Yeah, that was yeah, very yeah. awkward to watch with my dad. <laughs> so I'm like, oh, this is really gay. And like at the time I wasn't out, but I'm just sitting there really awkwardly like, oh God, like I'm not turned on, but it's just like, this is a two dudes on the screen. This is fucking weird. Like I can't, oh my God. Like I wanted to sink into my chair. And it stood out to me because you just, you never saw that stuff. You know what I mean? Mm -hmm. So it's not like you can be indoctrinated into this. Otherwise, if you could have, I would have been. Like I would have, like I actually, like when uh, my family got a computer and we got internet finally when I was 17 years old, because we were very broke. Uh, the first thing that I did when everyone went to bed was I got on the computer, and this is going to sound dirty, but no, I didn't look at porn. I Googled conversion <laughs> therapy because I wanted to go to conversion therapy, but I couldn't find one that would be, like, discreet. So, like, even, like, as I started so to realize, sad. okay, something's kind of wrong here, um, like, you, it's, it's not like there's no way that you can be programmed into it. You just are who you are. So these people are very, very um, ignorant about just, like, human sexuality, about gender, and it shows because they're incredibly vapid. And the second and that you ask them a basic question, their worldview crumbles. It's very possible they're also suppressing something themselves. And, mm -hmm. that, mm -hmm. and so to them, that's what they have to do. So they figure, well, isn't everyone like this? Aren't they all suppressing these emotions, these these feelings, these, na these natural feelings they have? Like that comes out for the, a lot of these people on a constant basis. Where it's Absolutely. like, oh, yeah, you've been this entire time <clears> that you're anti-gay, you've been gay. And like, how how many times has that happened with, with Republicans? Like, it's been again. again. Oh. So, so I would have been that, in the that, Guinness that, World that Record for F slurs as a teenager, just <laughs> to prove to everyone how not gay I was. Like, if you could go back, oh my god, I was the biggest homophobe imaginable. But of course, it was me trying to like hide who I really was. I was like externalizing my internalized homophobia. So a, a lot of these people who think about this so much and talk about it so much. I'm sorry, but that's a red flag. Like, you're gay, you're dealing with something. Uh, you know, there's there's a number of people, Matt Walsh, Stephen Crowder, that come to mind. Lieutenant Governor of like Tennessee. Exactly, yeah. <laughs> yeah. 
Bussiology 101. Mike, you called this out a week ago, and and like a lot of us were just like, wait, what? And then the next day that interview came out, and oh, what a gift. That's what I mean. The woke mind virus fucking took over this week. Like not just the Jordan Peterson stuff. That it's like that was the gift that kept on giving. Just just not even the likes that that man had, but the precision and talking about how you, you can bring rainbows and sunshine, and it's like just a straight up ass photo, you know? And I'm like, this is so beautiful. I love every part of this. But I, I, I don't know. know. Does someone like, else want to tell us? Oh, I can't help it. I, I, also, I can't help it, but I felt kind of bad for the guy. It's like Oh, this, afterwards, this yes. Because, yes. Because also, Anger like, to sadness. Like that. Also, mm -hmm. as a politician, he has also, in the past, has tried to downplay and like not focus on those issues. He's tried to move mm -hmm. his party to focus on like actual important issues. Um, I'm, I'm sure not the right solutions, but regardless, he's tried to focus on different issues. And the party's like, no, we're doing this. So he's kind of, you know, he's kind of put into it. But, but the fact that this guy's been suppressing this his entire life and he's like so old now. Grew up, yeah, like, grew up. God, and you it wasted had... your, your entire life like being someone so else. It is so I, I, I admit, who are we talking about? Wait, the Randy lieutenant McNally. governor? Yeah, Randy McNally. Like, oh, the, the oh, man. Right, right, right. I was... He posts right. fire emojis <laughs> when he sees fire yeah. bussy. <laughs> And yeah, some of the stuff can't even show because it's uh, the man knows what he likes. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh, <laughs> he's he's if nothing else descriptive. <laughs> Let's say that. <laughs> I just love how there's a picture of him like fucking basically spreading his cheeks, and he's like, "You sure are sunshine on a dark day." I'm like, "God damn, that is the gayest shit I've ever heard." Like, <laughs> like who's like, what the fuck? <laughs> I can probably show this because it. it, it, it <laughs> we have censored versions now. Yeah. Well, yeah. to be to be fair, Hassan Hassan streamed uh, the uh, what is it last week tonight, and that had a much more that had the 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 uncensored version on Twitch. So I think it's still mm. it's I, I've I've showed the uncensored version on Twitch. Uh, if I'm being real, okay. so yeah. <laughs> hard, hard, so, hard to find. Yeah, <laughs> and it's, it's on his official account, like Governor. Yeah, Powell, you, can Check turn mark. It, you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> Like, Jesus. Incredible. <laughs> now, I'm sorry. I'm not buying the, oh, I just wanted to be encouraging. Ass, <laughs> my dude. That's his defense, that he's being encouraging to people like this. Maybe he, like, part of him feels bad that, that he's, like, legislated against them. So he's, like, this is a way of coping with it. He, he comments on their on their photos to, make, to try and make them feel better. Just, like, honestly, honestly, the, the comment, you can turn a rainy day into rainbows and sunshine. <laughs> Like, like if, like if, like if McNally nice actually comment. just commented like "nice oh, yeah. ass," I yeah. would have thought he was less. I would have <laughs> maybe he was just being encouraging. Like, like, like I thought maybe he was just being encouraging. But the rainy day and the rainbows and sunshine. I mean, I think maybe not to mention yeah. the hearts and the fire emojis. Oh, That's the hearts and the fires. But the apparently fire. he's old and doesn't know how to use emojis. <laughs> that was that was the excuse. Know what the emojis meant, and I was like, I sir. <laughs> <laughs> hard, hard, hard. Fire, fire, fire. Oh no, I was just trying to be encouraging. I'm old enough to be his great grand grandfather. Huh, nice bussy there, son. I'd love to stick my cock in it. Heart emoji. Like, come on, man. Again, I, I do think that would be that would have been less gay than the rainbow. <laughs> <laughs> I also love that he has a team of people who were like, you know what? 
uh, this is pretty wild. This is this is one hell of a story, sir. You should get in front of it. Why don't you go on the camera tomorrow? <laughs> Why don't you answer yes. questions? <laughs> go do an interview. What could go wrong? What could possibly go wrong? <laughs> Make sure you're oh, extra sweaty interview. and hot. Yeah, oh, the fact that he did an interview. <laughs> do we have the interview? Because we didn't should... have that interview last episode. Like, do we... It's so funny. Oh, yeah, man, I would love to watch that. I didn't cover the interview <laughs> it's, itself, but it's, it's definitely so good. like it definitely is an interview. Um, that I would not have expected in a million years. No, no. Why would like, you get on camera after this? No, and, no and, but and why you would you get on camera and be like how he was? Like, <laughs> he was like, oh, I might not have all read that whole part of the tweet. And then he, because he liked it. There was one section where he was like, he liked the Instagram comment. And it was something about. about like, uh, you know, I, you have to pull it up. I don't want to mess it up. It's, 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 it's about, it's about being a male prostitute and basically sucking people off for weed. <laughs> and he liked that. Just one. play it. Just play it. Yeah. Here. Okay. Yeah, but just but, but listen to what let's, he says though. Okay. Let's watch hot ones. Man in some sort of way. <laughs> uh, Can we put it louder? That works. Also, this poster. Not a food. One is a slut. The other is a prostitute. Adding, I'm the one that gets free weed for kids in a reference to a sexual act. By Lieutenant Governor McNally. I don't know that. You know, a lot of times on people's posts, you see the name and you see what they've written, and you just press the button that says like. So He's got the printout and everything. But what about the prostitute? I just love the slow zoom on. Wait, 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 wait! You gotta wait, rewind it because we gotta catch this part. It's well, so can, this part can, is so funny. You can barely hear it though. But can you put it even louder? Possibly. Let's all be quiet for a second. Let's all be quiet for a second because it's really funny. Probably not. But what about the prostitute? I might have, I might have read that. <laughs> okay, people in the people in both chat. Okay, so people in all, I got all three chats. They can't hear it. So what he's asked is like, should you have liked a post that says this? He's like, I don't always know what the posts are all about. And he's like, uh, well, what about the fact uh, that it says that there's a prostitute? And he's like, yeah, I knew about that. And then he's like, should you have liked that? Probably not. Probably not. <laughs> so he like he straight up admits to the fact that yes, he knew that this was a person trading weed uh, for blowjobs. That's uh, that's what happened. Incredible. I got nothing else. All right. Well, we we got plenty of questions tonight. Uh, let's start with the uh, with the easy one. Ask Matt to discuss his involvement in handing out weapons in the Capitol on J six while dressed as an Antifa ninja. All right. Okay. So I've been asked this a few times now on the various different shows I'm on. Um, you know, the jig's up. I, I was there January 6th. I was uh, dressed up as a ninja because, you know, as one does. Uh, and I was uh, part of the Antifa super soldier secret undercover agents that were there. And uh, we were handing out weapons. And for people who have no idea what I'm talking about, basically. I have no this... idea what you're talking about. Yeah, I have no idea okay, what you're talking so... about either. Oh, okay, so there was a, a tweet going around of uh, it was like a super viral tweet of a video from like Tucker Carlson's batch of January 6th uh, videos that shows like the cherry picked content of like the J6 riders, you know, just politely walking, you know, as they're getting to where they're going to be violent or whatever. Uh, but this is like, you know, politely walking or whatever. And there was like an argument under this viral tweet 
about whether it was Antifa who got violent because in like one of the, the videos posted, there was like weapons or something. People were claiming the weapons were being handed out by Antifa. And then I found, I come across this, in that uh, thread of replies, <coughs> someone posts a video of people in the Capitol building and he claims that that looks awfully like Matt Binder, the one dressed like a ninja, and that soon I it'll all come out soon enough, I guess. So basically, a very and it wasn't a joke; it was a very legitimate, serious right winger, who what? truly seems to believe that I was at January six dressed up as a, a ninja. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on, but let me see because you Here's made a Matt lot of incriminating statements. Let me let me see. I mean. In because I, the defense attorney in me hasn't liked the statements you've been making. I've wanted to jump in and say, <laughs> and say you're very confident that this can't be taken to a court of law. So let me see the video. Well, isn't there a, isn't there a, this is, is this is it right video? here. It's just like a still. No, it is a video, but it's just a still. That's all the guy does. He just walks by. He, the, he thought that one looked like me, I guess. I mean, I see it. I see I it because see it is me. I, 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 I see I, it. I certainly <laughs> see it more than Pete Davidson. I see it more, or Jon Snow. I see it more than that. I see it. <laughs> I mean, I'm not worried about talking about it because, you know, I read up a little bit of stuff about statute of limitations and I'm assuming I can't get caught anymore. I'm good. I'm free. <laughs> oh, my God. So, All right. Like, this could be whatever. I mean, yeah, it's you. But it could be this could be anybody. Like, it's so right, ridiculous. Right, yeah. But I love that last sentence. I, so I got, you it'll come out soon enough as if like there's going to be some big exclusive unveiling of me and I'm going to be like caught red handed. <laughs> Christ. You'll do a big okay, unmasking. So I actually have kind of an unhinged comment. I'm not sure if this is a troll or whatever, but I'm, I'm going to let this one go so we can either like fact check or what here. So this goes. Why do left tubers ignore the racist lies about single motherhood from conservatives? Last time I checked, there are 40 million more single white mothers than black, which is awesome because single mothers are awesome. And the more single mothers we have in this country, the lower the crime rate goes. From 1990 to 2020, crime dropped by 35% in raw numbers. Meanwhile, over 100 million people were added to the USA population. 40% of those children born to single mothers and let's not forget most marriages end in divorce. And then in all caps, how the fuck do left tubers let this lie live on for anti-black racists like Ben Shapiro and Candace Owens? How? Well, because we hate single are... mothers, very obviously. <laughs> because, 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 most, because most left tubers, just like most media people, just like most everything is white. <laughs> you you think every like black, like they're not going to get everything. You think they did, they cover a particular arena of things. They, that's not exactly, none of them are an expert to talk in that. You know what I, you know what I'm saying? Like if they take that over suddenly, what do you think the conversation is going to sound like? Do you think they had them stats on, on them? You think that was an issue closest to their hearts? Imagine, imagine if just tomorrow, no prep jumped in, nosedive. The but you know, I would I would also argue that that's just like incorrect. I, I don't like what what like yeah, what is the, the what, what is the yeah the whole general um the general I wasn't gonna get into the, the weeds the substance of of the argument as far as right the, the like where's the proof like of this yeah with the with the single motherdom I do agree though with the original the first point that um they stay stigmatizing that towards black women meanwhile the Kardashians can't no matter mm -hmm. everybody the white women out here. 
stay having babies, not married. Now, absolutely, you're right. It has been a long time coming that that rebrand, that call out needed to fucking happen. I agree with that. I don't, agree. I'm not signing on to like an endorsement like, ooh, pro single motherdom that'll solves crime. As a matter of fact, I think that would be wrong because one one income household is going to do worse off financially and poverty and crime. You see how that goes. So, no, no, not the general... Oh, you know, well, and like, also, I, I I reject that framing in general. That um, the conservative framing that s being raised by a single mother has anything to do with this. Honestly, uh, it's just blaming women for the faults of uh, you know uh, majority of these criminals. I'm assuming are statistically are men. I mean, that seems pretty pretty unnecessary for me to me. I reject the premise of the question entirely because maybe you haven't seen the videos. Uh, that we actually have done on this. Like, I've talked about the welfare queen smear by Reagan, which was explicitly racist. So, I mean... Mike, huh? get him. You guys say you better get him, Mike. Mike, oh, yeah. Mike like, said, hold on. Hold maybe on. you haven't looked, motherfucker. Yeah. <laughs> actually, speaking of that, I was I was watching um, Surf today. I've actually been watching uh, Surf's... I've been I've been tuning in the Surf's uh, here and there pretty often recently, and I'd be like, yo, Lance... You really be doing that. I'm like, uh, this is exactly how the train of thought went in my mind, um, how I went to give Lance, uh, Lance credit. And then I finally understood why he gets shit. I was like, listen, I was like, you know, Lance does more like race covering and getting people together on, on racist stuff than, I, than even I say, like, I dare say it, my black ass does on a daily basis. And I was like, that's, and then I was like, that, that's, I'll tell you, no, no, on general, I do on criminal, I'm, I'm black, so I'm always calling out racism. <laughs> but I'm saying in terms of stepping like, up my pillows to give, a, to give a side lecture, I was like, okay. And then I was like, oh, now I get why they can't stand him. Because I'm always like, why are these people, when they call your name, I was like, why all these right-wing people hate y'all's guts? I'm like, they're so nice. And I was like, ah, this is the content. I, I like this. This is why you get in trouble. I see it. Got to be careful with that framing of it. If someone looked at Lance and heard the phrase, Lance gets people together on racist stuff. <laughs> 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 and I got I've, I've, I've got like the, the shaved head on the side too right now, right? right. You know, like, <laughs> like I could do the Peaky Blinders. I could be say it's like the Peaky Blinders, you know, and that kind of stuff. But it's also like, but also Richard Spencer looks that way. So you should be careful what you say. Right, right, right. right. <laughs> Lance loves to get his friends together and light them tiki torches and march down the street. <laughs> I, I, uh, that's, that's very nice of you to say. I, I, I genuinely feel that way about, I think every single, uh, person in the leftist mafia at one point or, uh, or another, uh, like, cause I watch all of your content on my stream. I, I, I don't know if all of you or you stream regularly, but I think I watch everyone here at one point or another. I'll play one of your videos. Um, usually Matt for, uh, crypto stuff, financial stuff. Like if I was like to be like, oh, what's a good take on SVB? I, I would be like, Matt, you know, like you, you'd be my go-to for that. Yeah. Actually, are we going to talk about that? We could. Yeah. Oh. Let's jump into it. We can okay. do that. There was any questions about it? from the uh, audience um let me take a quick peek because that could be a good way to frame it take a lot of tackle with are talking about like um or asking about the dominion lawsuit with fox news daily wire going mm. masked off um but you know what i'm not seeing a ton of stuff questions about s uh svg or whatever but if anyone wants to quickly throw some questions in yeah, yeah, let's hit the dominion stuff and give people a okay. chance to ask questions okay. so we can ask actually yeah about the bank and let's talk about Dominion really quick in the lawsuit in the meantime. Sounds good. 
So uh, I uh, I saw a wonderful um, uh, uh, poll. Some, let, me, let me pull it up first. But it was quite amazing. Basically, uh, it seems that Fox's uh, election uh, fraud, uh, you know, narrative and claiming that the results were, you know, the election was stolen and the results were fraudulent and uh, their hosts out there saying Dominion was involved in this is uh, really coming uh, out, uh, back to bite them in the ass. And let me pull up this poll that I saw because it's, it's pretty interesting. Jeez. Um, uh, someone take over while I get this poll. You share it? So I'll see if I can. Because I, I, I know what you're talking about it, but yeah, so... I don't know, in case I'm Here, I just found it. I just found it. Okay, so I'm gonna drop. Let me drop it in the chat so you could pull it up. This is just the uh, the results in this tweet. If you want to open up the article, we could read some from there too. But um, new poll. This is uh, from Variety. New poll on Fox News's viewers since the Dominion revelations. Twenty-one percent of Fox News viewers have less trust in the network. Nine percent aren't watching the network as much as they used to. And 13% no longer believe the election was stolen after reading the private texts from Fox News' stars, which, of course, the texts came out and were released as part of the Dominion lawsuit. We wouldn't know this stuff. These were private texts. We wouldn't know this stuff if it wasn't for this lawsuit. Republicans are so fucking stupid. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> have to like that. No, like, that is, when you think about it, these numbers... For it to be as fucking factual as it is, it's like certified in court documents. Ain't nothing more but fucking propaganda. And the numbers, they're just like, there's only a couple of them that are like, maybe. What's surprising is that it's. It's still the I, fact I actually that think those double digits here. This is actually surprising to me. I know. Yeah, I know. Actually, like, you know I mean? yeah. That's sad, like that's, that's incredible. Sad. And that's what's incredible. Okay. Yeah. That's what's fucking incredible. I want to remind you, this is a world superpower. Half <laughs> the fucking country. <laughs> oh, the world listen. superpower. It's a damn shame. It's a goddamn. Y'all should be ashamed of yourself. I myself, a Bahamian, cannot relate. But y'all <laughs> should be ashamed of these numbers. <laughs> wow. Is this gonna have any staying power? Like <laughs> that's the thing. How <laughs> long until not, they forget? Yeah, this isn't. Yeah. You know, I, I guess I don't know. How would how would Newsmax viewers feel about this? Because they feel like Fox News isn't far right enough, so they don't like Fox News. Mm. But does this like does this break their brains because this is them saying that this is clearly not true even though they they believe this stuff is true so it, it both adds to them hating fox because they're shown to be snakes while at the same time exposing that what they themselves believe as newsmax viewers is clearly untrue so it's a little conundrum fox news mm -hmm. brain is real and it's real terrifying <laughs> that, yeah. that is the reality only nine percent say they're not watching as much as they used to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like, but what's, what's the watching. demographics? <laughs> where, where, where does the skew? Like, how many Americans are watching this versus how many Americans like over the age of what, like 50, 60? And I'm not trying to disparage people who are older. I'm just I'm saying, like, this is demographics here. Does it say it, it just says adults eighteen plus? Yeah, it just says adults. Hmm. Yeah, I would have liked an age breakdown. That I think that would have been a little bit more uh, telling. Yeah. Well, like, like kids get their information on TikTok, right? Like, yeah, like, they, they, they don't watch Fox News. 
Who's even watching Fox? Who's even watching cable news generally that isn't like, you know, over 60? Like, it's just, this isn't, right. the demographic just isn't there. That's why CNN pivoted, like, to the right. It was because you got to follow that, right? That, that model. It's basically like, no one's going to be watching television, primetime television for news, unless you skew that age. I would assume. Yeah, unless you skew more uh, older and generally because of that more conservative, at least the way things are currently made up. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And, and by the way, I should just do a quick PSA that like you can be old and not be a boomer. I'm just saying like Bernie Sanders has been based his entire career. He's got like mm -hmm. a long history of actually oh, yeah. being on the right side of history for a lot of it. And, and then myself. I have viewers I can, that remind know. me. Okay. I have viewers that remind me every time where like if I sound a little too general in my criticism of like... An, an older generation than people have comments being like, Hey, I'm 65 and I, I love, uh, you know, I, I don't agree with any of this stuff. Like, yeah, of course, be honest, you know, boomers understand kind of you've got to the outliers. Like, yeah. Yeah. Of course. Yeah, <laughs> You're the outliers. You, can, you can have yeah. a 30 year old boomer or you can have like a 60 year old boomer. I don't see it more as like an age demographic thing, mm -hmm. right? but it's like a mindset you have, like mm -hmm. being a boomer transcends age. It's having yes. just this nasty, snotty, shitty attitude about everything and everyone and being in closed off. You know, closed yep, off. Exactly. I don't want to learn new things, okay? No, this is weird and scary to me. Yeah. I don't want to learn more. I'm good. Uh, I want to, you know, shame you. Let's do that. That's easier. Mm -hmm. Yeah, boomer is a vibe, as Tariq says in the chat. I totally agree. I feel like as a society, we have disaggregated the mentality of boomers from the generation. And so, like, for me, at least, when I say, like, boomer or boomerisms, like, when I'm talking about it in a derisive way, I'm not necessarily referring to the generation because, like, no. It's just the mindset, as Blair said. Internet slang. That's what it is. Well, exactly. In a way, yeah. It's kind of what, you know, the, the actual age demographic of the baby boomers did to millennials because they call Gen X, they call millennials, and they call Gen Z, and they call Gen Alpha all millennials because mm -hmm. all it is is someone younger than them, essentially, who is more open-minded or more interested in looking at I mean, I don't want to be like who's more interested in looking at scientific data, but who's actually more interested in investigating the facts and drawing conclusions instead of just looking at one TV show and one opinion and be like, well, that's it for me. That's a wrap. Mm -hmm. Yeah, but, exactly. You know, sometimes they'll use the criticism of millennials as people who don't want to do any work. You know, they want to stay home. They complain about everything like that's and it's, you know, there's there is a certain there is a, an entitled rich millennial that exists that. Oftentimes, the criticism couched about millennials are people from like Orange County who are born into wealth, and they're, you know, these kids that are, are yeah, they deserve criticism, but they don't represent the vast majority of people that are our age, <laughs> based right. on you know what they support. Or that type of person exists in every generation. Yes. That's not yeah. like millennial exclusive, because I'm pretty sure when I when I make this statement, most of us, if not all of us in here, plus everyone in the chats probably knows that any kind of younger folks that they know or that they are, are all really hardworking people. All oh, my friends yeah. work their asses off. All of us work yeah. our asses off every day just to pay bills at this point. You know, it's not even like to mm -hmm. live some crazy, amazing life. We're all just working just avocado to toast. Blair, you're not all over the avocado toast. It doesn't like dominate every what aspect of your life. No. And you know no? what? Look, furthermore, this is really off topic, but someone ruined avocado toast for me because they said that, they're like, why do people even like avocado? Because it tastes like dick. 
Actually, wait, did they say it's like dick or clean dick? I think clean dick. Okay, because I've heard that actually. I've never heard this. Oh my. Oh my. No comment. No comment. So specific. No comment. I have not heard that, but I will think about that next time I have it. What, dick dick or avocado? Okay, That's I'm such a weird random criticism or, or, yeah, observation. I'll, I'll go back to more serious questions here. Um, so here's a question that's kind of asking. Um, clean dick, chat. Don't don't freak out. Clean dick. It's okay. All the boomers are freaking out in the eye. In the <laughs> they love their avocados. <laughs> now we know why. I never knew. <laughs> um, some folks are asking us about the um, anti-shooter cube that showed up in classroom oh. that was displayed. You guys saw the David, video. David, you, you got to show it. You got to show it. You got to see the visual. If you see the visual, you'll see the horror oh, in the, real time. The, the big the, the, the wall. Yeah. Thing. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. That's it's, it's purely like, American it, problem. <laughs> yeah, instead of any kind of comprehensive uh, gun reform, mm -hmm. why don't we invent these new slidable walls that will protect your kids as you fill your rooms with fucking kitty litter uh, in case they need to shit because you're inside of a school for like nine plus hours. Like that's, I hope everyone knows, by the way, the kitty litter conspiracy theory, that's where it comes from. The, those kitty litter boxes were, were for mass shootings if someone, like, mm -hmm. if kids need to use a bathroom. That's how grim it is. So here... Here is the safe room in action. While it's simple to put into place, both teachers with with one in their classroom said they keep them set up and students use them as sensory or hangout rooms. So, uh... As opposed to just, like, you know, basic gun regulations. <laughs> yeah. Right? It's that easy. <laughs> I love how it's decorated with flowers too. Right. It just adds to the dystopian nature. Nightmare. Nightmare. Look how pretty it could be. No. No. This is nightmare is. This is black mirror shit. Okay. Call it out for what it is, America. <laughs> this is black mirror shit. You're, you're seeing it in real time. Don't don't normalize this. Don't put the flowers on the fucking sides. God damn. <laughs> I'm actually surprised it took this long to like think up an idea like this because they've already done like backpacks like that are bulletproof. They yep. have. Thought about putting, you know, armed guards in schools. Bulletproof like, blankets. Every, everything Bulletproof except blankets. for just basic regulations. <laughs> yeah. Basic gun regulations. Isn't that the American way, though? Mm -hmm. Why solve the problem I mean, when we could just make more money off of it? Yeah, <laughs> <curious>. uh, <laughs> True. <laughs> yeah. yeah exactly. Merchandise it. Yeah. Curious, uh, I did a, a video on, on Canada's gun laws and how we do it here, I think a few years ago. If you just look up uh, Canada, USA gun laws on my channel, you'll find it. It's It's... Like, you can still have a gun here if you want, but you have to go through a whole process. There's a a long waiting period. They they do a back, like a proper background check. They, they talk contact to your, your ex, by the way. Partners. Yeah. yeah, they contact your ex. They contact current partner. Like, it's yeah. a whole... As, yeah, your, your, your ex or your current partner has to sign off on the gun, which is like... That, yes, as, as like that because that is the majority of domestic shootings happen between partners or ex-partners. Yeah. That's a good idea. Mm. Why not do that, you know? Yeah. So and yeah. So there's a, there's both like a, a license process and a registration for the gun. Like there's a whole 
it's a whole thing as it should be there's a training there's proper training yeah, and two all days that. of training you so, have to use like gun safety lessons and stuff like that my friends have gotten it it's very comprehensive teaches you a lot of the stuff you need to know to be able to handle a firearm like i'm not anti-firearm firearms are fun as fuck like i've, I've shot lots of different kinds of guns they're super super fun I, i'm just saying they're also deadly their only purpose is to kill things that's that's the only reason they exist so you know we, we have licenses for cars it worked out a little yeah, bit it seems we, very we, normal yeah. to me Proper process. It sounds like you Canadians just want to take our guns. I'm sorry, that's all I hear. <laughs> all right, well, we've got Matt back, so now it is time for us to talk about banks and banks behaving badly. So before we get into it, I just let you know I do have some videos prepped for that. So if you, if, if you want, at some point, you can show that as well. I got Trump uh, passing that deregulation. I got Bernie on the House floor fighting against it. Do you I got have Jim Cramer and what they were saying at the time versus what Jim they're Jim saying Kramer. now. So. Uh, uh, oh, Jim Cramer, I don't have him, but I did see no. that clip. But uh, who wants to intro this? So what's the, uh, what, what, uh, any specific SVB. questions? Matt, I believe we're talking about SVB, which is your area of expertise. Tell us about how the rich fuck the poors and not make it, like, don't make it sexy like, all right? Just just the tell us about it. Yeah. The bank was asking how the Silicon Bank collapse related to the crypto crash. That was kind of the biggest vibe of question being asked. Okay, right. So, so basically, uh, so Silicon Valley Bank, uh, was taken over by regulators on Friday. Uh, basically, what happened was there was a bank run. Um, they on last Wednesday they put out an announcement saying they were something like um, they, they needed to raise about like two billion plus dollars in capital. And what had happened was uh, in uh, 2020 uh, during the pandemic, all these tech companies started to to boom. And a lot of, uh, in, uh, you know, VCs and investors started to throw around crazy amounts of money at these crazy companies that had no plans for any sort of revenue whatsoever. Number goes up all the time with these guys. And um, all this money was being kept basically at this one bank for the most part, Silicon Valley Bank. It's been a, a trusted bank for the, the industry for many decades. Uh, the reason is because startups open accounts there, the VCs open accounts there, the money very simply goes from one account to another account instead of you know having to transfer and deal with multiple different banks. And also this was a very founder-friendly bank as well. They often made stupid loans to founders. I think they gave like Mark Zuckerberg a, a loan or something for some huge property acquisition where basically Mark Zuckerberg got a loan for free. Uh, they were extremely generous to founders. Um, so anyway, uh, the reason they asked for this, uh, they, they announced that they needed to raise capital on Wednesday was because they made some stupid investments when they had all this money. Now, it, when all this money was sitting in their accounts uh, due to the uh, tech boom that came from the pandemic, they decided, holy shit, we have more money on hand than we've ever had before. Let's make that money work for us. So they invested in uh you know uh, mortgage-backed uh assets treasury bonds and at the time that was a smart thing to do because it was a good investment uh but again these guys just think all the time number goes up the same thing sort of happens with crypto right uh they always just assume numbers going up so what happened was inflation started to happen uh the federal reserve decided to raise interest rates this affected the value of those treasury bonds and they ended up losing something like 1.85 billion. They were like they were down, I should say, 1.85 billion on their investment, 
and they decided to cut their losses and sell before it go. It, no, they lost anything more, but they still announced that they needed to raise some money due to those losses. Uh, these VCs and tech founders see this, and they freak the fuck out. And in all these private channels, uh, they start saying, "We got to get our money out of there." So I think in a span of like 24 to 48 hours, something like $46 billion was withdrawn from the we bank. We got a bank run. Old timey bank yes. run. It's happening right now. Yeah, that's yeah. <laughs> right, right, right. So by Friday, regulators had to step in and take over because uh, there was, they were running out of capital. They couldn't, uh, they couldn't uh, make good on those withdrawals. And... VCs started to freak out the people who didn't take their uh, both the people who didn't take their money out and VCs who were like supportive of the industry like uh, David Sachs and Jason Calacanis to Elon Musk and Peter Thiel Associates. Um, and they started going nuts about how, uh, for one, Silicon Valley Bank had a lot of uh, big money accounts, uh, you know, because we're dealing with founders and startups. So a lot of people had a good chunk of change in their accounts. And if you don't know, uh, FDIC insurance states that the first $250,000 in any bank account at any bank is insured. So like you, I, anyone on this show or watching this show, most likely, never has to worry about one of our bank like the bank where we keep our money going under because 250 up to $250,000 of our money is insured. The bank could go under, they could lose the actual money we gave them. Don't worry, the government will step in and our you know our our you know, the FDIC insured uh uh funds will reimburse us uh and we'll get whatever money we lost in that bank back immediately. No problems, no questions asked. Uh, a lot of these banks had way more. A lot of these accounts at this bank had way more than two hundred fifty thousand. I think this bank, something like something ridiculous, like seventy or eighty percent of the funds at this bank were uninsured. Uh, so people were starting to freak out that they weren't going to get their money. Now, these guys really upped the ante with the fear mongering because one, it should be said that no one was going to lose like all their money. Uh, basically, what would happen, worst case scenario, was that people would get that first $250,000 that's insured in full, and then those VCs and those founders and those startups and the small, those small businesses who had more than $250,000, they probably, when all things were said and done and, you know, assets were sold uh, and, the, you know, the, the, the bank was sold out for parts or, or you know, uh, or uh, acquired, they probably would have got back something like, who knows, 80, 90 cents on the dollar. So no one was going to be out everything over $250,000. They may have been out a few, th you know, maybe a few thousand, a few hundred thousand, you know, but, but we're talking big money accounts here. Um, so these guys that were making it seem like if the government didn't bail out these depositors, then Main Street America was next. And this was going to cause a domino effect where everyone was going to rush to their bank, seeing what happened to Silicon Valley Bank. And they were going to all start pulling out their money. And there was going to be bank run after bank run after bank run, taking out regional banks all across America. Uh, of course, that didn't happen. It was basically only Silicon Valley Bank that was affected here. Um, and of course, though, because this fear no, mongering, there was another, there was sure, another bank, too. Didn't, didn't the U.S. acquire a, a secondary bank? It wasn't. 
and there was other there was two other banks that fell that same week but not because of Silicon Valley Bank. Right. There was no contagion. It wasn't because of Silicon didn't, didn't, Valley. It wasn't Bank. a domino effect. The, the economy didn't collapse. Right. You know, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe, like maybe, they were making maybe, it maybe right. Maybe the atmosphere beyond with, with the atmosphere where people just saw SVB created an atmosphere that made regulators step in to when they did for Signature Bank. But there was also another bank, Silvergate, that clo that closed up shop before SVB uh, failed that had way more in common with Signature Bank than it had in common with Silicon Valley Bank. I'll get to that in a second. Uh, so, but what ended up happening is Biden and the Federal Reserve and the Treasury Department ended up stepping in and saying, okay, you know what, we're going to use these funds that banks have been forced to pool together uh, for these reasons, and we were going to basically make sure all the depositors get 100% of their money. So VCs got their way. Uh, VCs absolutely uh, showed who was boss in this country and who this country truly, uh, you know, steps in to help as soon as possible. Venture and it's capital. not the little people; it's venture capital, of course. Because if you think about it, we bailed out the banks in two thousand eight, but we still let Main Street America lose their homes and get foreclosed on. There was no one swooping in to bail out those okay, individuals okay, okay, the Matt, same way. Matt, Matt, I hear you, but I heard that this was because the bank was woke, okay? Apparently, there was like there was a woman CEO or some shit. Apparently, her moon's blood, like it synced up with all the other women, and then the bears arrived. No one told us this was going to happen, okay? It was wokeism. It was woke from the start. I got should talk about that, that later, by the way, if you want to bring that up. But be honest, right. I mean, be honest. Obviously, <laughs> it's bullshit all all corporate america over the past couple of years has been rolling out diversity initiatives obviously the idea behind that is not bullshit but these corporations actually rolling out substantial diversity initiatives is bullshit if you look at the executives at silicon valley bank all old white men um oh, yeah. there was uh i think like the the person they keep pointing to is like the chief uh, 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 risk marketing officer or, or yeah. marketing officer or something like that was like a um, uh, a a uh, a woman from India or something, and she was like they said the she was a, a diversity of... hire specifically because yeah, they wanted bullshit. the bank went woke. I mean, yeah, <laughs> I mean, give me a break. Her fault. Break. Yeah, this, yeah, obviously. Not, like, 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 wait, is there a woman? Say... Did a woman do something? Oh, yeah, it's, it's a woman. Definitely a woman did this. Right, Come on, right. not like, not greed. Uncheck greed. Woke. <laughs> Thanks. You keep saying that word woke. What is that? mean to you can you define that well i mean in this case it's literally the one indian woman i mean that's, <laughs> that's exactly what they i know mean. i know this one's gonna go viral okay i know this one's gonna go viral um th thing i don't Take like thing i don't like <laughs> thing i don't like i'm gonna go with thing okay. i don't like thing i don't like yeah thing i don't like Where? that's 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 woke at any right. given time thing i don't like is woke that's what woke means mm -hmm. yeah right. so so as for these other two banks so so basically um before uh literally like a day or two before uh regulators took over uh, silicon valley bank uh a, a bank called silvergate shut down and the, and they they actually voluntarily closed up shop uh because they didn't they were trying to avoid uh, uh, a situation like this they actually have all the funds necessary to to make depositors whole last time i checked um but what was happening with them is that silvergate a couple years ago there was like this regional bank who decided that, hmm, there's a real opportunity here in becoming the bank for cryptocurrency. And they basically became an institution that pretty much solely served the crypto exchanges, the crypto companies, 
And uh, lo and behold, it turned out to be a bad bet because all these companies failed. They were having some uh, issues, uh, not just money-wise uh, with the with their with their clients, but also uh, regulatory issues. Uh, and so they ended up closing a couple of days before SVB. And this was known for months that this bank was struggling. Uh, same thing with Signature Bank, the bank that regulators did take over. They announced that right after, like a day or two after SVB was taken over by regulators and people tried to use that as proof that there was some sort of contagion. No, Signature Bank had way more in common with Silvergate. Silver, uh, Signature Bank was another bank that uh, they weren't totally crypto, but they were known for being extremely crypto friendly. They had a lot of crypto clients. And um, one specific client they had, which I think probably is going to cause them a lot of problems and why uh, they that why actually the federal government uh, has required that any uh, company that acquires Signature Bank, Signature Bank is now on the auction block, they need to, they, they, they must, uh, they, they cannot uh, serve any crypto clients if they take over Signature Bank. This is part of the auction. They can, the, the, the buyer cannot serve crypto clients. And that's because one of Signature Bank's clients was FTX. And Signature Bank was, was especially crypto friendly because they had what was known as the Signet blockchain. They were running this blockchain that you know basically helped these crypto um, exchanges uh, work more in tandem with the sort of institutional banking that Signature Bank provided. And it's been discovered that through this blockchain, the Signet blockchain run by Signature Bank, FTX was doing a lot of their money moving between the FTX exchange and Alameda Research, their hedge fund. And this money moving is what ended up getting FTX in a lot of trouble because what FTX was doing was they were sending customer deposits at FTX to their hedge fund and their hedge fund was then making risky, uh, risky uh, 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 investments with those customer deposits and just fucking losing them because they were being dumb as shit. Uh, and they were basically in like the, the negative. They were losing their customers' money. Uh, so Signature Bank is probably in a lot of trouble because this shouldn't have been happening. There should have been red flags uh, 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 warning Signature Bank to this. So either Signature Bank was... Uh, uh, failing in terms of what they needed to do. There's various different uh, rules around uh, uh, KYC, know your customer, having details of your customer um, that they either failed to uphold to or, or worst case scenario is that they fucking knew that FTX was doing this and was letting them do it. And, and we're, we're in on it in some way. And this is obviously something that's going to be investigated. It'll come out. But Silvergate and Signature Bank closed for long known reasons months in the making that they were struggling because of their crypto uh, uh, friendliness their, their crypto clients svb closed for a completely separate reason but i do think it is notable that all three do share that they primarily served the tech industry whether it was crypto or the risky startup world where vcs are just throwing money at bullshit startups like the the uber for public restrooms and the uber <laughs> for uh fucking uh and i don't know come factories or some shit. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so yeah that that's pretty much the story of what happened uh and if you'll see 
no other bank has uh, 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 gone under yet. There has been some banks that have uh, had some troubles. I think uh, uh, Credit Suisse or whatever the fuck they're called in Europe mm. has been dealing with some issues. But also, it should be pointed out that you know on Monday when the stock market opened, all the bank stocks tanked on opening, and people were trying to run with that being proof of a contagion that this was the beginning of something that was going to spread and i just want to say shut up it's fucking bullshit you can't go that's what a contagion is a contagion would mean that the bank run at svb caused other banks to suffer bank runs which means that on monday people were in mass withdrawing their money from banks fucking all you know you know just taking money out uh fucking over the whole system uh, that's not what that's not what happened. A contagion is not a bunch of investors decided to either try to manipulate the market so they could like short a bunch of stocks, or just they started selling their bank stocks based based on feelings and the sentiment in the air. That's not how the economy works. The stock market is not the economy. What do you think the the response from the White House? That how long has this bit been? I, you know, I'm high, and it's like, yeah, you know how time moves. So I'm like, I'm how long have we been in this segment? There's a, there's a lot to talk about here. It's been, it's a big, it was a big, a big story this week. Yeah, uh, it's multifaceted for sure, and it's confusing for honestly. I mean, it took me a, a number Admi of tries. Admittedly, in in um, you know, to to confirm the the suspicions and the comments. No, I don't know what we are talking about. I have, I have been locked into my phone. You're correct. That's why I'm quiet. But in my defense. I couldn't jump in if I wanted to because I am. I, I if I look up during a binder segment, I'm not qualified to talk. I have, I have nothing I can add to the conversation. I looked, I saw the comments, and they were like, "Olay?" Question mark like Olay's gone, and I looked up and I was like, "Oh, I should try to tap in." And I heard crypto. I was like, "Oh, I can't." I have to write it out. I have to write it out. Right. To answer Dave's question, the federal government uh the white house should have just let it play out how it's supposed to play out we all have you me everyone here if if we got very lucky in life and made 250k and put it in a bank all that money is insured no matter what happens to the bank we put it in that money is ours and the 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 um you know the insurance would would come back to us we would have that $250,000 no matter what we wouldn't lose that but you know say we we again we we saved up for retirement and we somehow saved up 300 400,000 for our retirement put it in a bank account our bank went under guess what we would we would have we would have lost uh, a certain percentage of that extra 50k or extra 100k or extra 150k no white house would have come out to help us working retirees who just managed to save up over the years or whatever and put it in a bank account there would have been no mass run to make sure we were all made whole in the following business day um the system should have played out exactly how it should have there are a lot of people who know that's how the system works and they actually uh people who have way more than two hundred fifty thousand dollars, and they actually pay attention to this and i think i forgot um that um that that uh, uh that basketball player uh from from Gre I think he's from Greece, which is why he he knows about failing banks. He's some I heard that he took like two from his 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 money, which is like tens of millions of dollars. He opened like twenty or thirty bank accounts and put two hundred fifty k in each account. Well, guess what? The way it works is two hundred fifty k in 
each account at each bank you have it at is covered. So if you open up, you know, if you have a million dollars and you want to make sure it's all FDIC insured, just open up one account at four different banks and split it up four ways and you're good. Why does everyone um, just do that? <laughs> that has money. Like that seems like an option. Right. The 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 argument from uh, founders and startups and business people is that in order to make payroll, some companies have to have more than 250k in their account um, at a time. But also, there are business services that insure more than 250k. You just have to be aware of them, and I they probably do cost some sort of fee or money because it's an extra service. It's not like the default that like every like every like consumer bank um, um, does. So basically, they just need to pay attention and fucking work with a bank that covers this sort of stuff, provides them insurance to cover this sort of stuff. Um, I just want to point this out as well. Yeah. Um, since you brought up David Sachs, Ro Khanna is uh, deserving of some criticism here. He has been cheerleading for the bailout uh, and as an upcoming fundraiser with David Sachs, who has given to or has been a part, I guess, worked with Peter Thiel, has given to J.D. Vance, uh, has given to uh, Ron DeSantis, and he sees something in Ro Khanna. So it's... Uh, I don't know if disappointing is the word because Brokana has moments where he's he voted against the he or he voted for the bill that was like something about fear monger around socialism. Like he has these weird right. moments where he he plays both sides. He does this on a constant basis. It's just this is not somebody. I mean, he represents Silicon Valley, understanding where he comes from and and what he's you know who his his audience is. But uh, yeah, this is not someone I would. It's I would a huge really red flag. Try. Yeah. Right. I mean. Yeah. I mean. He he knows who his constituents are. He serves yeah. that that whole tech sector. They are his constituents. So, I mean, he's he's long been in big techs, um, you know, in service. I mean, we there's a system in place for exactly what happened at SVB, and it should have been let to play out. And um, if you're you know pitying the small businesses or startups that bank with them, again they wouldn't have lost everything because uh, SVB wasn't completely broke. They just were like a couple billion dollars in the hole, and they had, were holding on to hundreds of billions of dollars of of um, of uh, cash before all those withdrawals came about. But I mean, again, we're talking. You would have got that first 150k, and then you would have had you know. 80 cents on the dollar for the rest of those millions you have in your account and that's how the system is is meant to work out if you have a problem with it i said there's other systems where you get institutions that provide you with more insurance for higher amounts of money um I, 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 all I know is that this would not have happened if we were affected by it. It just wouldn't. If, if people like you and me and everyone who watches this show were in that same boat, there was there would not have been a race to make sure we were whole. I mean, we fucking, uh, just a couple of years ago, we fucking shut everything down and gave everybody, what, a thousand bucks every like five months or something? Yeah. Like, what, did, what, what did you get total as, as Americans? What did Americans get total? $1,600 each from Trump? Was that it? Um, I think it was a little bit more. What's the yeah, we got twelve hundred with the first check, and well, then the second check we got. It was going to be two thousand, but it ended up being something else. I think it was right. We got a six hundred dollar check from Trump for the second one, and then the uh, twelve hundred from Biden. Yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't total. very much. I mean, See, it was more than any of us I think expected. 
but it well, was still I, shit compared to other countries. And I should I should say there there the 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 argument is that the the bailout money for these depositors is not coming from government funds. It's coming from this like pool of money that mm -hmm. banks have been forced to pay into since like 2008 or whatever for scenarios where, you know, emergency funds are needed or whatever for for situations where a bank would fail or something like that. But they're they're not first of all they're not earmarked for this specific situation as far as i've read and then second of all the idea that like the banks will just let this money come out of these funds and not look for new ways to replenish those funds via fees to customers like you or i mm, is yeah. bullshit. we mm -hmm. already know that's where they look to make as much money as possible when something like this happens oh we're gonna hit customers with all sorts of fees like you know growing up there was no uh uh, uh mandatory minimum maybe i'm sure my age here but there was no mandatory minimum of having to have like a hundred dollars in your bank account at all times or you get hit with a fee like it's 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 ridiculous. They're looking for all sorts of new ways to hit people with fees, and it's all because of reasons like this. They they make a bad investment. Um, they're they're uh, required to do something by regulators, and people are like, oh, they're getting punished or they're they're facing the consequence. No, they're not because uh, last uh, another thing, SVB literally paid out bonuses to their executives like days before the regulators took over. These guys always get paid. These guys Every always time. make out. Every fucking time. these guys always get rewards yeah. for destroying yeah. the institution that they're in charge of. Every time. Yeah. yeah. But it, it's wild. It's like there's there's like after a certain financial crisis, let's say 2008, um, should someone be held accountable? Should someone like I, I know there's multiple things happening simultaneously. There's obviously predatory loans that are being taken on by minorities and poor people and stuff like that who are suddenly able to buy a house for the first time, but suddenly they're offered like two houses. Yeah, probably not a great situation, probably not sustainable. But what about people who are basically taking these, combining them into like, hey, you should bet on the over under on whether or not these are all going to default. You should take default mortgages and look at that and be like, hey, let's gamble on that shit. Isn't is shouldn't this be illegal? A lot of it. It shouldn't you? It shouldn't be illegal to uh, take out what three point three million dollars in stock before this happens, right? Like the SVB guy did. Like he, he was straight up like, I'm right. gonna take out a whole bunch of my own money and then just oh shit, oh shit, holy fuck, Biden that's wild. Would hold them accountable. Biden's gonna hold them accountable. <laughs> right. I mean, Elizabeth Warren. Elizabeth Warren. When Elizabeth Warren went out this weekend, she said it perfectly. Honestly, she basically just straight up said, and I think it's the easiest way to understand this: banking should be boring. These banks should not be making risky investments with our money because, again, that's what they're betting with. They're betting with the money that you deposit there. Your money doesn't sit like when you go to a bank, and I think most of our audience probably knows this, but just to reiterate, when you put money in a bank, the actual dollars you put in that bank don't fucking like sit in an account labeled like Matt Binder or David Dole or you know o Ole or Lance. No, the they fucking just money. put a number. Yeah. <laughs> Like the physical money's not sitting there. They fucking put a number, uh, uh, like a, a computer number, uh, in your account in like a file on their servers, and they fucking take that actual money and pull it all together and make investments with it so they can make money for themselves off of your money. And when they fail and go under, they make sure to serve their executives right away and give them all the bonuses from the leftover money they have. And then they go, oh, well, no money for everybody else. You're all fucked. I got I got a PSA. Reality, oh, sorry. Go keep, ahead. They will keep doing that as long as they're allowed to, right? Like that's 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 why you need regulation in place. That's why 
that that's the only way to control them. They're not gonna they're, they're not gonna be like, oh, okay, we're not gonna gamble with your money because because we're, we're nice people. Like they're not <laughs> if they're allowed to do it, they're <laughs> gonna regulate. Do it. So you have to put restrictions in place. And all of these, the, I can show you this video. This is uh when they did the uh, deregulation in 2018 that um uh at least in some way, according to many, led to this collapse. But a, a lot of these Republicans were out talking about you know how this is a great idea and we should all do this. And then, of course, when the shit hit the fan, the blame is going elsewhere. So let me bring this up. Well, while David's loading that up, can I do a PSA for all of you? Take your money out of banks and join credit unions. Find a good credit union in <laughs> yes. your area. Credit unions are cooperatively owned by all the members of the credit union. Every single year, I get to vote on who runs the credit union that I'm a part of and also where the money that they <laughs> use their investments for goes, as in what projects for, stuff like that. It's way more awesome. Take your money out of mainstream banks and join a good, research it first, a good credit union in your area. Uh-oh, Lance, Lance, Lance fomenting a bank run right here on the show. People refer to this. Tomorrow it's going to be in the news. The collective leftist mafia audience took out $10 and a ham sandwich from their combined bank accounts. He'll be signing uh, legislation that essentially rolls back some of the restrictions of Dodd-Frank. Not a full dismantle of Dodd-Frank, but a big win for the administration. There's going to be a, a, a lot of rejoicing in Smallville as a result. <laughs> I think this benefits the, cons the uh, community banks, the regional banks, more than anybody else. It's a very good decision. Yeah. A little rollback indeed. This is good stuff. Take the brakes off and let the money flow once again. Part of the Dodd-Frank repealed. I mean, this is good stuff. Mm -hmm. Regulation is a tool for the incumbent company or business owner to use against the small little guy. And then you saw that at the financial crisis as well with Dodd-Frank. The big banks got bigger. They had no penalty to pay. And the small little local community banks got completely run over. Is this the Silicon Valley collapse, the beginning of the collapse of the woke economy? This is the really the first <laughs> bank failure that was caused by adherence to woke beliefs and policies. The senior <laughs> vice president of risk management at the bank was was heavily focused on LGBTQ plus programs. Oh my God. Because you want a bank that cares about carbon emissions. And of course, there's endless posturing because it's all free about diversity, equity, and inclusion. Silicon Valley Bank is a woke Biden bank. They were holding <laughs> seminars on oh lesbian visibility God. day. <laughs> Pride Month. Hey, Silicon Valley Bank, is diversity still your strength right now? It's time to stop with the climate change and all the woke issues instead of focusing on the main mission oh, yes. of the bank. Climate change, I mean, the woke issue. We do have these banks focusing on, on ESG and on all of these, these sort of woke policies, if you will. LGBTQ um, month of activities <laughs> yeah. just before the bank collapse. Oh, my God. Fox Maybe week, the executive the should have been wow. celebrating LGBTQ week with all that gay sex. <laughs> Le lesbian <laughs> seminars. Lesbian well, seminars. Fox News, by the way, Fox what News has a whole page on? on on equity and and inclusivity and like like they have a whole page about this. They have a whole page about diversity. It, here they are like complaining about that's what took them down. That they could say that about any any company now that goes down there's going to be a page about diversity on the site because every company does this so they could just go oh that's why it's because they were doing diversity that's why they went down it's so it's so in your face racist in your face bigoted it's just ridiculous yeah no it, it absolutely is it's absolutely and the one who had it someone had a really good piece today um about the claim that like, all right, here it is. Okay, so from from uh, Judd Le uh, Legum's um, popular information uh, newsletter, 
Uh, one of the things that here and here, I'll drop it in the uh, so you could pull it up on the screen while I'm reading it. Um, one of the things Fox News has been running with, especially uh, Jesse Waters, apparently, uh, is that Silicon Valley Bank donated $74 million to Black Lives Matter. And they're using this as proof that, like, oh, they were just throwing money around and that's why they ran out of money. Granted, I should say that if you have something like $160 billion uh, to work with with your bank, $74 million is very, very small. But regardless, uh, Judd Legum did uh, some research into these claims, and it turns out they're not even true. They didn't even donate shit to Black Lives Matter. Basically, the right-wing uh, database that made this claim is was put together by the Claremont Institute, which is a right-wing organization, I should say. And they consider uh, donations to BLM to be any donations to any organization and initiative that advances one or more aspects of the BLM agenda. So not even Black Lives Matter, actually. Um, 50 million of that 73 million, according to Judd, came, comes from a pledge the bank made in 2021 on an internal initiative, a program to connect women, black people, and Latinos with funding, networking, and development in the VC ecosystem. The money was to be spent over five years. So again, 50 million of that, of that 73 million they're claiming went to, went to Black Lives Matter actually went to an internal SVB initiative. <laughs> it went to the bank itself. <laughs> Second of That's all- so woke, <laughs> so woke. <laughs> <laughs> the other amount, the other amount that uh, Claremont says was BLM related, was don a donation to support additional COVID nineteen relief and establish full ride needs based at four universities. Um, it's just, and then there was an additional uh, two hundred fifty thousand dollars in donations apparently to the NAACP and ACLU. Uh, I mean. What did yeah, it there's nothing here. Oh my lord! Yeah, ridiculous. Mm. I hate y'all just... part of the internet. That's what I've learned. <laughs> I don't know how y'all make. I don't know how y'all make it. <laughs> I realize. I realize. Like it is. We don't. It is so <laughs> hard. Like I. I like when I. I be. I've been tuning into a lot of y'all's content. Like I honestly watch all y'all's content, and I actually. I joined on a vendor stream, like a live stream, and I caught it right at the fucking end. Like right at when he was like, bye, I was like, damn. But I've been I've been watching everybody's content. And I was like, oh Jesus. <laughs> they really be <laughs> I was like, they really be rapid, rapid responding to things that are giving me anxiety. <laughs> I was like, yeah, I, when I figured out a way to, to create create my show around continuing to exist in my I was like, I'm only gonna talk about with it. Fuck, fuck what they're talking. I'm just gonna do. Should I wait, care about? Should I care wait, about? Wait, 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 wait. Yeah, yeah. Do your, do does, your thing. Does no, everyone? I love it does, though. I, because I like literally watch y'all now to catch up on 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 shit. I told you I was I jumped into surf today and I was like, oh, David's talking. I'm gonna get on. Lie me, lie Did did you see that? Did you see that Stephen Crowder quote tweeted you? The Stephen Crowder. Yeah, that happened. That is actually fucking hilarious. Because no, I didn't. I had no idea. Oh, did he? Oh, I almost feel bad now. Wait, what, what's the tweet? Pull it up. Pull it up. I'm looking oh, for it. You know, someone said something to me. I said I saw something mentioned Crowder, but I was just like, what the fuck are people talking? I didn't even I just thought it was, like, it was like Crowder. It was like a Mimi joke. Oh, yes. Yeah, so yeah. your mod said something. 
to me. Uh, okay, I see it. Oh, uh, yeah, I, I, your use of the word withering whites. Yes, wither, withering whites. You should have you should have pretended to oh, not even be able. Oh, I meant that. Oh, <laughs> that, that first of all, that's a bar, real rap bar. Yes, yes, withering whites. Yes. Excellent. That was a beautiful tweet. Let me see. It was a viral one. Oh, and you couldn't ratio me, baby. I'd love to see it. Mm. 913. Oh, oh, yeah. Not even close. Not you even know. close. Not that. even close. The fact wow. that I didn't even fucking notice. Like, I <laughs> to me, I had no idea. And my algorithm right didn't even think I gave a fuck. It didn't even show me. I didn't show me. <laughs> I didn't even see it. I didn't know. I didn't even know. And could not ratio me. Ain't that something? Well, you know why, though? That's because Twitter is suppressing conservatives. That's what's True. happening. True. <laughs> That's so funny. Withering rights was a bar. But she she was withering, wasn't she? I, I, I do recall. I was just... <laughs> I, I, first of all, he needs to really respect, respect my alliteration. Like, you love that. You know, as a bar, you felt that. Yeah, look uh, at me. Don't scroll down even further. <laughs> look at my followers. <laughs> yes, baby, with a ring. Ciao. Oh, my God. Oh, I love that. That's beautiful. Yeah, yeah, bars. Yeah, that's some of my finest work, actually. We didn't talk about the Oscars, though. I just remember, realized we didn't talk about the Oscars. It was big. There's a big thing this week, right? I didn't watch it at all. I didn't watch it either. I didn't watch it either, but I, I paid attention to who won and everything. You know, I got a better question. Uh, is Gengar Olay's favorite Pokemon? That's the better question here. Gengar is one of my favorite Pokemon. It's uh, <laughs> Gengar, uh, Jigglypuff, and uh, Raichu. <laughs> I, I feel like we got to ask everybody now. Who's uh, everyone's favorite Pokemon? We gotta pick. We gotta pick one. Olay. Who's your one favorite? <laughs> this is that's really. I each of those people. Each I'm so Pokemon ready to go. My first, the first Pokemon I ever loved was Raichu. I'm gonna say that's the first pe Pokemon I ever saw, saw myself. Because me and my grandma used to watch po Pokemon every day, right? And I remember we never was really fucking with Pikachu like that. But the day Raichu showed up, it was an episode of Pik like Pikachu was super pressed. And here comes a brown, so he's automatically black. Raichu version of Pikachu were like, my nigga! We were, listen, I love Raichu off the rip. Me and my grandma was announced like, let's fucking go! Like, uh, so, yeah. Um, but present and then Jigglypuff I loved in high school because I love the fact that Jigglypuff has no fucking interest in being a Pokemon. My bitch just wants to be a singer and the hilariousness and my girl's just trying to sing and people are fucking knocked out KO and she is sick. She is sick. That's that's the original bad bitch with a career. Um, and and Gengar, I mean... Just, that's Gengar's pretty good. I like Gengar. He's not my favorite, but he's, he's up there. He's up there. Yeah, so it's Gengar. I'm going to go with Gengar present day, but y'all understand where all the love stem from. I love me some fucking Pokemon. Who are you going like to say, Snorlax. Snorlax. Uh, No, no, I hate you. Ah, seconds away. I was like, I was like biting at the bit. Yeah, I, I don't know. He just looks like he's having a great time. He's chilling out. He's, he looks happy. Yeah, he's I have a pug, and Bulbasaur reminds me of a pug, so I love Bulbasaur. I've always loved Bulbasaur. Also, Charmander. Blair? Um, honestly, Ninetales? She was just so fire. Mm -hmm. Well, I guess... Oh, I have that for my for my dog. I have that for my dog. Oh my god, Bulbasaur! It's adorable. Yeah. How could you not love Bulbasaur? 
He's pretty good. He's pretty good. So we got we got Blair had a you said nine tails, right? That's a good one. Yeah, David, will you can you uh, share Snorlax with me? Can we can we share Snorlax? Is that okay? I don't want to sure pick Snorlax. a new one. Okay, thank you. I also, you. Like, I, mean, I also like Mewtwo back in the day, like kind of mysterious and like you know too creepy. Until we all until yeah. we saw more of Mewtwo, but yeah. at the beginning it was like, oh Mewtwo, what's up with Mewtwo? Yeah. <laughs> my fave Mewtwo curious. <laughs> my fave Scyther. Gotta go with Scyther. Oh, he's cool. Yeah. Scyther! I can see you liking Scyther. Do y'all yeah. remember that 2000, like, Pokemon the movie? Of course. Mm -hmm. of course. Yeah, yeah, obviously. So, do y'all not remember how cool Mewtwo was in that movie? Like, I know he was supposed oh, yeah. to be a bad guy. He was on to something. Oh, you thought he was cool? You was fucking with him? Yes. He he knew what was going on. He's like, he's like people are fucking messed up. We're gonna go away to a safe place with with Pokemon where we can actually be free and stuff and and fuck you guys and you're destructing everything. I was like, no, I've, yeah. I've always been a bitch to love an antagonist. Like deep in my spirit, I always did right. Like I love Scar, like Ursula, like all of them. I've always been an antagonist type of bitch. But Mewtwo never. I don't know why. I don't know why Mewtwo gives me supreme white man. Like he give me it's some. Mm. Maybe it's so sleek. It's giving Lex Luthor. Like it just mm. don't seem oh, like that. No. But, but I don't know. But hold on. That's just, but that's just based on vibes. Because he's the antagonist, I'm sure that if I go sit down and go run it back, you're probably right, Blair. I just no, remember no, no. first the vibe being sinister about Mewtwo. Maybe it's because Mewtwo was out mm. here trying to kill. Like Mewtwo wasn't. He just was. It was too. Like I didn't like feeling like all my niggas was in danger. You know what I'm saying? Like you just Mewtwo was fucking everybody up. You know what? Sorry. I'm gonna go rewatch the movie. I need a new opinion. I'm gonna go rewatch that sometime <laughs> this week. I, I want to say that we all Mr. Pokemon. Can we just bring up the fact that it we is undeniable that Mr. Mime is is a pedophile? <laughs> that is well, thank undeniable. You, <laughs> <laughs> uh, anyway, I was just gonna say I was gonna say we all ate. <laughs> I was gonna say we all aged ourselves because all of our favorite Pokemon are within the original 150. I only, I only played the Game Boy games. I, I can't have Pokemon Valor. I don't have it. I've only played the Game Boy games. I haven't played all the other shit. If you guys are gonna go off on Pokemon, I can only talk about Game Boy. That's the extent of my. I couldn't my... name you a single one past the 150. I have no idea. Someone oh, okay. in a someone in a rational the rational national chat. <laughs> Commented, "World is burning." Yeah, Who's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> Who's your favorite Pokemon? But I gotta say, I gotta say, oh, and this is gonna piss off. That's amazing. This is gonna piss off that person a lot. I when I first saw that comment, my brain automatically read it within the same cadence of those back from commercial Pokemon segments. I automatically read it as, "World is burning." Who's your favorite Pokemon? <laughs> 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 well, if it makes them feel any better. The world is burning. I also posted a video today about how Ron DeSantis reportedly ate a full thing of pudding with just his fingers on a plane. So sorry, sorry, you know, what? Sometimes, sometimes Wait, something just speaks to you. The fascism sorry, won't take him down, but eating pudding with three fingers will take. No, him I don't know this. Wait, what happened? He what's so he, doing? he is apparently a very um, he's he's not very social skilled. <laughs> if we'll put it politely, and he's a pig, and he eats in front of people in a very gluttonous manner, and in one like instance... food everywhere, apparently, like, he eats, is like, food spread everywhere. Like, shit everywhere. That's, like, an of actual course. quote from the article. Shit everywhere. <laughs> basically, Ron DeSantis, Ron DeSantis likes to practice in a snack pack, okay? That's basically <laughs> what <we're doing. laughs> 
And so I love this story because it reminded me of the 2019 story about how Amy Klobuchar berated one of her staff members and then she ate her salad with a comb and then screamed at them and told them to clean off the comb that she used to eat her salad with. So this reminded me of that. So it was like a little bit of nostalgia, like back to the good old days in 2019 when the left was united and we could have had a Bernie president. So that's why the DeSantis story spoke to me. When I hear things like that, I feel like I have to jump in just so, just because I feel like it's a perfect opportunity to show y'all how crazy America's criminal system is because I've represented somebody in criminal fucking court charged with menacing for eating a fucking yogurt with a, with, with, with a, with a goddamn like plastic, like a butter knife. Yes. Menacing. Menacing. Wait, menacing. Menacing. Wow. Yes, menna fucking sing. So I just wanted you to say just like things that white people just get off, just be doing and shit. Just <laughs> yeah. Yo, you do you do that in black and they're like, something's fucking wrong. That nigga is I'm concerned. Get him. Please fucking get him. Like, please get him. Like, that's literally how that fucking goes. Wow, I did not know that. I did not know that. I've learned things tonight. Year. It was a case I got it as a transfer case that had been open for a year. This white attorney had it before me as white public defender that had the like client in and out of like treatment court like all year for like a year on this bullshit stupid fucking case because their paternalistic mindset like yeah like you're like yo like something is wrong like something is wrong with the oh he just got help oh, because he's in I'm like I get this case and I'm like I don't give a this is the most facially insufficient shit. I've ever, like, I'm getting this dismissed. And I remember they had, like, it was, like, paternalistic family, too, like, trying to meet with me to tell me, like, oh, no, like, you know, have them in in court. I'm like, right, right, right. Look at the client. I'm like, you want this fucking case dropped? Would you like to see this dismissed? Lock in. (laughs) Lock in. Lock in. Fuck what they talking about. We motion practice in this bitch. And dismissed and sealed, I just want to say. But stupid. That's the stupid shit. In court for a year for eating fucking yogurt with a butter knife. That's it. That's my contribution. I don't got nothing else. I didn't know that's okay. That's it. Mm-hmm. That's the perfect wild. end of that little segment because goddamn. Yeah, I know. There's no follow up. Yes, do to read that. Yeah. <laughs> um, I don't know if you wanted to talk about this. I think I posted the link in our private chat earlier, but Michael Knowles, who is the culture warrior at the Daily Wire, yes. so he was in a student film um i don't know how long ago it was let me see what 10 years ago now and credit to actual jake for finding this i saw this through his channel but there's some degeneracy if you want to go to uh the minute 9 35 second mark 9 35 you will see michael knowles given to the woke hollywood agenda yes the mind virus is strong yeah Okay, buddy. Gonna vom? No. You afraid to go inside? It's not that. I can leave. (laughs) That was. Uh, uh, thanks. Uh, have you not done it with me? We don't get into that. Oh yeah, sure, sure. It's uh, it's it's not a lot, is it? Can I get a towel? 
Okay. Yeah, so, that's the generosity so, right there. So wait, all, we, I, I can't, I can't, him. I can't imagine why Michael Knowles' acting career didn't take off. All the talent just. <laughs> I know, I know, I know. I'm How many of these freaks have tried it in Hollywood and failed? Ben Shapiro tried to be a scriptwriter, didn't yep. work out. Oh yeah. Steven Crowder was a child actor, didn't work out. Uh, Michael Knowles, Dave Rubin True. was a tr Ish. tried to be a comedian, didn't work out. All <laughs> True. These people have, have failed in entertainment <laughs> mm -hmm. and then turn out to be. Like find a way to, to be famous by being a piece of shit. Like this is this is a consistent theme. Just so everyone David, knows, by the way. Can you bring up the YouTube comments to that video, by the way? Okay, so while he's pulling that up, YouTube just comments. so everyone knows who's watching at home, Michael Knowles is one of the people at CPAC who acts like a really big, you know, strong fascist who will be like, uh, I, we need to eradicate transgenderism from uh, public life. And then all of a sudden, all these newspapers are like, wow, so he says that trans people need to be eradicated. And he's like, oh, no, 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 I never said trans people. Uh, I said trans ideology. Ew, ew, don't worry. Like, you know, it's it's not as bad as you mm -hmm. think it is. They all back this shit up. They're the biggest cowards. Like, they want to, like, play fascist for CPAC. Pack. They want to play fascist for all these big fucking like events, and then as soon as you call them out on it, they back the fuck off every time. Uh, yep. Can you sort by new? Because I left one an hour ago. <laughs> <laughs> there it is. I'm outraged that a trusted Daily Wire host would spread woke propaganda. This is no different than woke Hollywood. Michael Knowles needs to apologize immediately and ask Jesus for forgiveness or I'm canceling my Daily Wire Plus subscription. <laughs> Degeneracy has yeah. no place in conservative circles. <laughs> there are a lot of comments Damn right. that are, uh, yeah, bringing up how he's, uh, you know, obviously a propagandist. Mm -hmm. uh, mm -hmm. This is just a... It's he's also a drag performer, by the way. That was also revealed. He's what? done drag. Oh, wait, yeah. Wait, he's he, a, 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 wait, wait, wait. Yes, a, a drag, drag performer. performer? So, oh, so you've heard wait, of these wait, people. Drake? No, no, drag. <laughs> drag. Oh, no, yeah. I wish I wish he was doing drag. I heard Drake well. initially, too. <laughs> okay. okay, so that was probably not me. I, I mispronounced everything. Not Drake. Not Drake. Sorry. Drag performer. Uh, he did. Michael um, Knowles in 21,000. Yeah. Drag, bitch. Yes. Drag. He, was, he was Elizabeth Warren. He played Elizabeth Warren. That's that's like just a canon. That's a part of the story. You you have to you have to add that to everything else, too. And Drake. That's some woke uh, propaganda that he's. Do you have the clip? I think there's just a photograph, right? Or is there a video? Because I'd love to see. There is video. It's very boring. He's really bad. He's not. He's not a good drug performer. He's terrible. I believe it's not worth watching. I mean, this is yeah. These these people like his his interest in his name and searches. I think that TYT covered this, and both on YouTube and Google, like spiked immediately after his his whole spiel at CPAC about trans people. But funnily enough, he he made some uh, some tweet this week uh, about this trying to reinvigorate the discussion about him and it it got like 500 likes and he has almost a million followers so the, the best way to, to troll these people is reply to them about how how weak their their game is like i replied to him saying yo bro you got a million followers and not 500 likes on this tweet like <laughs> people have lost interest in your grift like that because that's all this is about for them like, they want to the whole comment everything it's all about to get interest to get people searching mm -hmm. their name to get them watching the videos and if you if you know if there's examples of them having very little attention, um, then you got to jump on that and make them feel shitty for it because that's that's why they're in this. Mm -hmm. Yeah, they thrive on attention. It's called negative engagement farming, where they'll say intentionally outrageous things that they know will make people mad, 
and it's how they elevate their names. They know that most people are going to be outraged by what they're saying, but what matters is that they get their names out there. That's how they build an audience. This is why there's so many people who I think we kind of have to ignore uh, because this is how they get famous. Yeah, That's exactly what they do, and it's just so corny. Mm -hmm. like, I, would, I would be so embarrassed of myself in my house. I'd die of fucking secondhand shame. Like, it's desperate. It's desperate. Yeah. I mean, your family sees this. They know that you're being disingenuous. Like, people can see through you. Most people know that you're just... The mic don't slip past that hot joke Mike said. Your family sees this. Like, what are they going to think, right? Like, as my mom watches my shit, it's like, I want my mom to be proud. Like, do you not think no. of, like, who's going to see you and they're going to know yeah, you're yeah, full yeah. of shit? My, Mike said, your family sees you getting ratioed for attention. You should <laughs> <laughs> I didn't Mike hear said, that. Wait, what? Mike said, are you not disgusting? <laughs> 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 oh. What would your mother think? That's true. You kiss your mom true. with that mouth. That's true. <laughs> Right. Sorry, no, sorry, Blair. Go, go ahead. This evening. No, no, no. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to keep us kind of on rails. So, since I know this takes us a, a bit to get there, let let's discuss who is being canceled and uncanceled for this week. Mm -hmm. Do we have any suggestions for the ring? I should think about this before we get like I don't think about this at all all week until you ask the yeah. question and I feel like I should prepare. And we do it. You know what's ridiculous? That it's been like fourteen weeks now and we uh, like none we of us prepare apparently. I mean, sometimes the first day of the show and we do it every other right. right. We're not prepared, not one fucking time. Like, Our longest running segment. <laughs> I feel like something will pop in my head and be like, oh, of course this person, and it, it never does. Uh -huh. <laughs> Nobody comes to mind. Somebody popped in my head this week, but I forgot. So <laughs> you got to write that down. I know. Well, I see it popped into my head when I was doing cat litter, so my hands were dirty, so I couldn't write it down or anything, and I forgot. That's when I, all the great ideas come to me. Is when Here I'm doing cat litter. I have one that includes a video because I can't think of an answer. Let's uh, do it. I'm going to cancel Cal Penn because he did a terrible job here interviewing Joe Biden. Mm. Um, this was. Uh, here. I have I have an uncancel. So okay, this this is Joe Biden answering a question about uh, gay marriage and like this Biden answer is so ridiculous and there was no pushback here but let's let's watch. I gotta refresh the screen. Yeah, Ellen broke Twitter, so videos just don't function properly. Yeah. <laughs> it's beyond disappointed that there hasn't been a wedding yet. But, uh, but Cardi B is going to marry us, apparently, officiate our wedding. Let me jump to the actual freaking Revolution was like on marriage equality and what the federal government might be able to do to protect LGBTQ Americans, especially trans kids who are dealing with all these regressive state laws that are popping up right now. I can remember exactly where my uh, epiphany was. Okay. I hadn't thought much about it, to tell you uh -huh. the truth. And I was a, I was a senior in high school. Oh, and my geez. dad was dropping me off. I remember about to get out of the car and I looked to my right and two well-dressed men in suits kissed each other. I mean, they gave each other a kiss. And then one went, looked like he was heading to the DuPont building. One looked like he headed to the Hercules Corporation building. And I'll never this forget, I looked to my dad. I know. He said, Joey, it's simple. They love each other. 
Oh, Jesus. Your daddy did not say well, that I'm shit. Not joking. Yo, oh, <laughs> right. And, and, then, up, and then till 2012, he was anti gay marriage. So he right. <laughs> yeah. in 1959. 1959 is apparently happening publicly. Two men killed. <laughs> yes, I hated those know. queers until I saw that happen, you know? <laughs> like, let's say that did happen and he had this epiphany. Till 2012. For yeah. 50 wow. years, you fought wow. against gay marriage after having this epiphany, you asshole. I like, there's no pushback at all on this interview on that, so I'm canceling Cal Penn. Also, if we're canceling a uh, well, daily Penn, show hosts, uh, Marlon Wayans interviewed Eric Adams, and it was the most softball interview ever. Like, he tried really? to make it, like, comedic, but it was a very, very softball interview to where even the, Wait, the uh, Daily Show's own audience who, was... Who interviewed, did you say Eric Adams? Yeah, Marlon Wayans. Um, inter- yeah, the actor interviewed Eric Adams for the Daily yeah, he, he Show. Was, he was, he the, was the guest host for like a week. Yeah, and it was the softest ball interview ever to where even the comments were like, wow, you missed this opportunity to ask him some real questions. It was like all these celebrity co- guest hosts are as bad as Trevor Noah. Um, First episode of Alurinati is on is about Ice T's crimes regarding Eric Adams, about honoring Eric Adams as, as the mayor of hip hop. And I hate to have to to do this tomorrow. I didn't know that. That's what the first episode is going to be. Okay. Uh, yeah, you didn't know. No one. Yeah, no. It's only me who cares. But I've got the information, <laughs> baby. <laughs> you gonna care when I'm done. <laughs> but um, <laughs> Marlon Wayans, I will. I will commemorate how fine that man man is at the beginning of the video. But if this is what needs to happen, I didn't know that. I don't. I know. I missed that. I'm normally. I really might. I have my post on everything Eric Adams does, like, ooh, right there. But I, I'm like, you know, honestly, I think I probably did that because because Marlon Wayne's so fine. I probably, I feel like, because I feel like I'm digging it from the sub, like the subconscious of my mind. I feel like I might have seen glimpse Marlon Wayne's and Eric Adams, and I thought these niggas never have to write politics, and I would hate to have to ruin this fine ass mind for myself. So I kept on scrolling. But now that you've brought this to the forefront of mm-hmm. my brain. Pass through my high fog. I will have to deal with this later. <laughs> no Eric Adams crimes can go unfucking punished. <laughs> he also did white chicks, so I like. I have to give him the benefit of the doubt because of that. Do you? I do. Chicks? It's a very important movie. For me. <laughs> I was, like, I was like, you, you said that like that was a lot of the civil rights movement, but then I realized I, that you were getting that, that drop of iconic in your movement. Like, <laughs> that Vanessa Carlton song is is amazing. So that That's movie fine. immediately. Um, can I uncancel? <laughs> wait, can I can I uncancel Angela Bassett? Can I do that? I would like to nominate yeah, was, uh, Angela Bassett you for know, she was never canceled in my black ass world. Um, but yeah, it, but in it, but in the white Twitter world, she has been. So I'd, I'd like to uncancel uh, Angela Bassett uh, for not applauding at the the Oscars. Uh, who gives a fuck? <laughs> That's kind of kind of my my vote. But yeah, she did. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not privy to any. Well, of yeah. Let me tell you. So Jamie Lee Curtis beat. Um, yeah, Jamie Lee Curtis beat Angela Bassett for the uh, Oscar for Best Supporting Actress, and Angela didn't clap. She looked she looked sad, like she was fighting back tears. Anyway, she didn't clap. Here come all the white bitches on Twitter. Oh my God, Angela should have clapped. She should have clapped. Oh she should have continued to. That's so classless. She should have celebrated Jamie. Mind you, Jamie Lee Curtis did not clap when Angela got the Golden Globe over. You know, 
Oh, I, I didn't know that. I didn't know that. I didn't. I didn't know the she lore. I didn't know that behind it. A white because woman is not expected to perform through her feelings. She can have whatever fucking feeling. A white woman is allowed to be sad and disappointed and whatever have you, and nobody say shit about it. But a black woman is expected to leap to her fucking feet and cheer through her sadness. The woman has decades in the game, and she couldn't have the grace of looking sad for but a moment. Here come. Listen, don't get me started because I'll cancel these white women. You let me start. I'm gonna just. Mm. I'm I'm okay with that. She probably didn't clap because there was no clapping for her. Like here's, she probably just wanted to get back. First of all, it's not like she didn't clap and she did this and got up and said, Fuck the Oscars! She like the woman literally looked like she's fighting tears. She just did like she looks like she's gonna cry, bro. Like People, it's, if anything, it, that's more real to me than like a performative, like, oh, good for you. Like, no, everyone's pissed off they didn't win. Just show it. Like, <laughs> agreed, <laughs> agreed. But here's yeah. here's what I'll say. No, no, no. But about all this, I think this is one of those things where like a lot of parts of the internet tried to turn people against people because I don't think anyone should go after someone who's happy about Jamie Lee Curtis winning because in and of that, in and of itself, cool, you're happy. That's fine. That's your own thing. And I don't think another part of the internet should be like, hey, by the way, you like let's tone police, uh, you know, this black woman who didn't like show the proper decor in this moment in this very appropriate thing, you know, sorry, or in this award show. And at the end of the day, Jamie Lee Curtis, actually, for the most part, she's actually super based. She's got like a trans daughter. Yeah, she talks no about like, like, you know, LGBTQ rights. Ex exactly. Exactly. And the internet did that thing where it's like, could you believe that like, you know, Angela Bassett Why? didn't applaud? And I was like, what the fuck? Who Why? cares? Why? 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 <laughs> Why do people do that thing? Yes. Okay? Oh, 100%. People like Jamie 100%. Lee Curtis. We didn't have to say about it. It ain't like with the Harry Styles shit. We were like, this bullshit. No one had 100%. no slander for Jamie. 100%. Jamie yep. Curtis. No one was saying shit that way. What we are saying is, what the fuck, nigga? Angela's supposed to get that fucking Oscar. Let my girl look Why are you tone policing? Right? That's it. I want to say this. People act like, you know, like there's a difference between expressing something. Like, if I'm on my thing and I'm mad for Beyonce, I'm mad for Angela, whatever, and saying that, I do not go and travel to the white part of Twitter to go be like, to go like blow down on like Harry Styles fans or, or Jamie Lee Curtis fans or whomever the fuck. No, it's only they come over. They saunter their ass on over to black Twitter to start being like, oh, no, what is really something to do with it? She should have clapped. I'm not there. It's not we. It's not we. Never feel yourself transforming into your parents as an adult. Like, and this makes me think of every time my daddy would complain about my mommy, and I'd be like, yeah, y'all are just so. My daddy'd be like, not y'all. Not y'all, <laughs> your mommy. And I'm like, and that's me now as an adult. You're like, oh, the internet doesn't think. I'm like, no, 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 <laughs> not black, whatever. <laughs> it was just them white people. Like, <laughs> but yeah, that's what happened. Yeah, on Cancel Angela, I support that. Mm -hmm. Sure. That's yeah. a strong case. That is. I agree. Ellen, one. Uh, I have a cancellation. I got one. Oh, you're good. We just came from Matt Bender. Oh, Matt Bender's like, gone. I'm out of here. This, this, this is too much. <laughs> <laughs> he's just oh, bounced. <laughs> oh, he's back. Were we oh, born? No, I, I had to, my, my browser was freezing up. I just there. Oh, I had to okay. refresh. When you were gone, we talked so much shit about you. Yeah, oh, yeah. I know. It was yeah, wild. I, I actually left because <laughs> I was. 
I I was uh, very upset about the uh, the, the, the <laughs> Jamie though. Jamie Lee Curtis slander. No, <laughs> <laughs> I just I still love so much that She's Stephen Crowder was so triggered by withering whites. That shit made me laugh when I saw it. I love it, and I retweeted Lance's response to him too. So it was so oh, there's like, so much dirt. Y'all so need much to dirt. tell me stuff like that. Y'all need to assume I don't see it. When y'all see me cross over into y'all's area, Twitter, please tell me. I didn't even fucking know. Okay, really? He was okay. making little jokes at me. I was out of the loop. It's like, come for Ole. If you're gonna swing, you better not miss. And he missed. He missed so hard. No, that's they funny. Every time. Yeah, every time. Completely. I, you know what? I like. I actually the other day, and I'm trying to be better, but I actually realized that I'm actually glad that I'm so uncivilized on the internet with cursing people out because I noticed that because I have a reputation for carrying on bad, people just don't come at me as much. Like, it's very cautious. I noticed that because I saw, like, me and, like, Teray responding to the same quote, did the same thing, and they were coming at him by the hundreds. I was like, wow, that's what happens when you're civilized. Like, me? A wild banshee on this hair Twitter. Everybody <laughs> <laughs> They're like, ah, I'll leave it alone. I'll Another leave. way to avoid that, though, is you just mute and block everybody who's a piece of shit. And then, yeah, <laughs> that's what I do. I don't even don't look at like, my replies. I rarely look at my mentions. I just, like, I don't know. Like, if people are talking shit, I don't know. And that's, it's perfectly wonderful mentally. It's it's always conservatives. Like it's you know mm -hmm. you go to their profile and they're you know retweeting Peterson and like Elon Musk and Crowder and all this shit. It's like why do I it's like why do I need to hear what you have to say? <laughs> I don't. Yeah. Goodbye. Is that it? Well, Are we done? Limey, well, you have one point two six k subscribers now. One thousand. Wow. Two hundred and sixty subscribers. All right. Yeah. Look at that. Listen, I love it. Thank you, everybody. That's like a record. That's 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 doesn't huge. happen very often. A thousand in a couple hours. That's amazing. An hour. Go subscribe, oh, everyone, wow. if you haven't already. Yeah. Thank you. Listen, I love it. Okay. And you know, it's good. <laughs> Listen, y'all, Kelsey, I, I will. I promise y'all I will be back to doing tea time regularly next week and I may change the time. But when I say to y'all, I'm legitimately doggone tired, like dog tired. I've been working to it's it's unreal. Like between trying to like write for Lernati, write for op-eds, do my lawyerly shit, do my advocacy shit, launch this, develop this show and like do speaking engagements and da 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 like. I can't do tea time with Olay. You can see I barely, I barely could talk this episode. I'm running on fumes. I ain't even. You're sleep. everywhere, bro. Like you're on every show. You are stretched so fucking thin. I fucking know. I'm so tired. I don't know how you've been going yeah. so so long like this. Yes. No. Honestly, I'm like, and I'm like, oh, not at lunch. I like, definitely it's more, more, more things for me um to do. So, and I have to like write an op-ed tonight that I need to get like done to the person I'm writing it with. So not tea time tonight, oh. but I swear by next week. And when is your first video going up on your on your channel? Wednesday. Wednesday. Right. It is on Eric Adams because I it meant something to my heart to make me getting a show the worst thing that ever happened to him. Oh, I love it. Oh, it's great. It's, it's excellent. I'll make sure to hit the, the bell icon on YouTube so I am notified when Thank your video you. is live. And then the episode after that is gonna be a really, really great, comprehensive, fun ass video on bail reform. So thank you. Nice. Amazing. Yes. Bye, All right, bye. They want you to comply. Cancel culture is about canceling. Cocaine. Up yours. Up yours.
woke moralist. Up yours. This is systematic bullying that's happening. Woke moralist. Up yours. And they believe that they can then shut us up. Woke moralist. They seem animalistic is what I mean. In, no, uh, they're the worse animal than animals. The woke mob, they ruin everything. They stop Ben Shapiro from going to events and speaking. They stop Ann Coulter from doing it. I will never surrender even a single inch of ground to a pitchfork mob. You never cave to the mob. We will never bow to the mob. To the mob. Ever. Ever. No matter what. No matter what. Do you see the final expression of cancel culture in terrorist groups like, 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 up yours, up yours. We'll see who cancels who, who.